describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Previously on Grog Talk. Is does the squirrel still attach to you when you fall? Oh, okay. So, so that's a yes or no. Dice? Right. Yes, with an exclamation point. So who's going to land on whom? Now, who right. lands on whom? Right. We're, tw- we're twisting. We're right. like Gandalf. Well, he has to make a saving throw. The, the squirrel has to make a saving throw. Oh. Because right. you're getting damaged no matter what. It's just a question of the So squirrel. he's like going to hang on. <laughs> he's like holding. He's like it's like getting off in the ball rock. Right, bringing him down. This is about the equal. That's this is like that scene. Right. He's got to make a saving throw, or else he will be crushed he, by. Or, or no, wait. Saving throw just to not fall with me. Like, isn't he grabbing? No, he's he said is he attached? He's a t- he. Oh, he's so str- when he failed that, he tried to hold on. Right, and he grabbed and he fell, and the squirrel's like, "Oh crap! I was attacking you, and you're." St- He's coming down. He's coming down. Now the question is, he's going to be falling on top of you, or you're going to flip over? So, you, so his, if he he's fails, it, he's underneath me. Right. That's right. Yeah, he's he's underneath you. Oh no! So, so it's he's going to take. Bad. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, you're all dead. Good afternoon, good evening, welcome to Grog Talk. I'm James. I'm Dan. Dan, where are we from today, Dan? We have a choice. Ooh, I love choices. There are two conventions going on. Oh, that, that, that choice I don't like. So I'd like to probably go to both, but okay. I, I, this is very tough. We can't go to both. We can only go to one. We don't want to split up. Uh, you should use the Angry Monk dice. Yes. Now, is this if you're at the first convention or if you're at the second convention? You tell me, because I want you to... Am I at the first convention? Okay. Yes, but. We're doing both. I'm going to for one. I'm, I'm like so popular, I'm going from one to the other. Okay, so we'll, do, we'll go to both. So, starting so at the first one. The first, so we are in Chester, Pennsylvania. Oh, Chester, Pennsylvania. We are at Widener College. Ah. This is a good one. Gen Con East 2. Wow. Yes. Con East 2. Okay. This is the site for the second annual TSR hobby-sponsored event. An extensive schedule of gaming competitions is being offered here, including a wide range of official AD&D tournaments created especially for the con. Guests of honor will include, can you guess, one, there's three. Three. Can you guess? And I've heard these names before. You've heard at least one name before. Can you guess the name of one special guest? Let's Uh, see. I'm going to roll the dice first to find out if you can. No, but. <laughs> no, but. You do know this, dude. Okay. Uh, would it be my car? It is not my car. And why is my, why is my car something that's interesting? Because he will be a guest on our show. He's not, yes. 
He's not a guest at Gen Conese, but he is coming on. Our, we're not suggesting he's not Gen Conese material. And right. only Grog Con material. Yes, that's right. <laughs> he'll be on the show, we think, next time, the 9th. He will. No, the 23rd. I have, I, the 9th. I do the not ninth. doubt it for a second. Yes. Gary Gygax. Really? He's not on our show, but he was at Gen Con that, I, that is a name I've heard before. Duke Seyfried. No, this is, a, okay, ready for this? Duke Seyfried. I looked Duke Seyfried up. Of course you did. Well, you're supposed to, we're supposed to learn, aren't we? Yes. Duke Seyfried was a miniature legend. Really? Yes, he was a miniature. That's very oxymoronic. He was a, li he was a little legend. <laughs> He's a mini legend. They call me mini legend. It's <laughs> my mini me. That would be a good baddie. I'm the, the gnome. That's the gnome illusionist uh, the assassin. Evil, uh, that's right. Mini legend. Mini legend. Okay, ready for this? He was so Duke Seyfried. He began making. I know oh, this is fast. You gonna right. do the cricket soon? He was. He started making Napoleonic figures in 1971. In 74, he released his own fantasy figures. Really? Fantastic. 1974. That's quite early, it is. isn't it? And he apparently. For the RPG, and more importantly for the RPG industry, he came up with the phrase adventure gaming. Really? Yes. Isn't that interesting? It is interesting. And one more thing. Oh, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to clap. <laughs> I didn't want to laugh at him. <laughs> we hate that name. It's hilarious. That seems stupid. That's a terrible name. Okay. Ready for this? After continued financial hurdles in 1979, I know if it's Seafried or Seifried. Seyfried was in a restaurant talking with, of course, Jerry Campbell of Military Model Distributors and about the need for cash infusion to his company. By chance, they were overheard by millionaire Ray Stockman. Wow. Who was won over by Seyfried's arguments. Stockman bought out Jim Odin's share of the company, and Heritage Models was reborn as Heritage USA. That's kind of interesting, isn't that is it? That's very interesting. I've never been at, like, a Denny's and had somebody... You need, we need to pitch. We need to go to every day. Is it a Denny's? It's no, a, they just said at a restaurant. Well, 79. I would assume it's a 79 mm -hmm. somewhere in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Perkins, Shoney's. Perkins. Uh, one of those places. We need to pitch Grog Talk, Grog Con, uh, the map, all these things we need to pitch uh, for that. So we should do the Perkins tour. <laughs> and now the Perkins tour. <laughs> From Casadale, Arizona. Perkins off of Root, whatever. Okay. So I guess Gary Gygax, and this is what, 82? 1982. I mean, TSR, is, I was, I've been reading that uh, Game Wizards book. They're doing pretty well. You would have thought uh, Gen Con East would be more east of, than Pennsylvania, because that's like two states over from Illinois. Three. Indiana, Ohio. That's true. The Atlantic is very close, isn't it? Well, I don't know where this Chester, Pennsylvania is, but you would think New York City, Boston. Mm -hmm. You're leaving a lot, because let's say if they want to do a Gen Con in New York, what is that, the Far East then? Well, here's the problem. Okay. okay, here's the problem. The problem is that you recently had a convention, you recently, on June 11th and 13th, you had the Northern New England Gaming Convention held at Southern Maine Tech in South Portland, Maine. So that already scooped up. I think what that probably happened was when they knew that was happening, they're like, well, we can't be too much in the Northeast. 
because too many people are going to go to this Northern New England gaming convention. Okay. It just seems... That was more of a joke, really. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I got you. Okay, this is where, this is the other, so after this, we got to get, we got to get uh, on the road okay. fast. Right. Because we are now headed to... I think you spent more time researching the conventions more than you do some of the other things. That's impressive. I live in the 80s. I know. River Forest Microcon. I like the name Microcon. Microcon. Should we name Grocon? Grocon should be a Microcon. It, well, it is a Microcon. A Nanocon? What's smaller than a Microcon? A Picocon? Oh, we could be, the, we could be Grocon Microcon. What do you think? Grocon Microcon. River Forest Microcon, June 18th to the 20th, so we got to get on the road. It is sponsored by the Forest Gamers Club and the River Forest, uh, it will, and the River Forest Community Center. It's sponsored by that? A community center is an organization, not just simply a building, apparently. All types of gaming will be represented. Contact the River Forest Community Center in River Forest City, Illinois. River City? River Forest, no, River Forest Illinois. What? River City, Iowa? Isn't that where the Music Man is? I'm, unlike you, I'm tables? not a big fan of musicals. How can you not... You not like musicals. You're still upset that I didn't go to see Guys and Dolls with you. That's right. Uh, you know, I got to draw the line somewhere. It's outside of Luck Chicago. Luck be a lady tonight. That's your thing. Mm. Okay. Marlon Brando. Okay. Go ahead. All right. That's so. it. No, I'm done. <laughs> so, so get pack your bags. We're pack headed to west of Chicago. It's a summer tour. We, we need to do a van life. It's a little expensive now with gas being $800 mm -hmm. a gallon. But uh, we well, could... it's early 80s. Oh, true. It's... Well, recession. Oh, recession there was a recession because yeah. they were trying to beat inflation at the same mm -hmm. time. Everything repeats. So our, our allowance is, is down. It's very down. I don't think we, we could just have the van. <laughs> we wouldn't go very far. So uh, announcements. GrogCon. Speaking of Grog Micro Nino PicoCon. GrogCon MicroCon. MicroCon. The Groggy Con. 22 is September 30th through October 2nd. We want to remind people if you are an Electrum or higher patron, your ticket is on us if you're from now, between now and August. So um, we didn't get a chance to talk to Craig. We will hopefully talk to him between now and September 30th, get some more details. Uh, we, we are looking for tournament DMs. If you uh, want to run the game and hear how Dan and I come up with the adventures, part of that inner circle of writing the adventure, Send us a note, info at grogcon.com. And, and you better send it quick. Right. Because the DM spots are filling up. <laughs> That's right. Right now it's me. Maybe Ed. <laughs> it's not even me. Yeah. Dan's, Dan's abandoned me. <laughs> but don't take this as a signal that you shouldn't do it. Right. Yes. It's fine. If you like the idea of being the assistant manager at McDonald's, that's mm -hmm. kind of the thought there of, of, of doing that. That's and right. The player's always right. The player's always right. They're going to fight with you. And someone's going to call 911 if their chicken nuggets aren't right. That's, that's what's going to happen. So if, if you like that, why don't you come join us uh, via DM? Because last time we had 32 players. Mm -hmm. And we're hoping to have more, which is pretty cool for a... Mm -hmm. and, that's, and if it's only James DM, number one, <laughs> that's, that's a lot of players to DM. And it's not much of a tournament when right. there's only one team. Right. Then it, Everyone's a winner. Then it, well, everyone, then it's an indescribable death. Incomprehensible mm. death, because I'll just murder everyone. That's true. I'll say, I feel like playing for two hours. There's 32 of you. That's uh, 
That's 16 a death. Uh, per Perkins hour. is waiting. <laughs> Perkins is waiting. <laughs> exactly. Perkins closes at 10. Yeah, there was a Denny's next to the old place. I don't know what the, what the restaurant uh, of right. choice at the new place, because we're at a new place, so we don't know. We're going to hopefully go check it out. Speaking of playing, Grognard's Guild Online, Brian and Josh and David play by post. There's also go to the meetup. Plenty of stuff out there. Uh, do you want to give an update on the Grog Empire map? We need music for the Grog Empire. Grog Empire map. Yes, the Grog. The Grog Empire map has been is completed by the artist. Wow, I think it looks amazing, and it is. Oh, I keep pressing laugh. I want to clap. Sorry. I've seen it too. It's wait, wonderful. Wait, what do you mean pressing? I'm confused, James. Our show is taped in front of a live oh, audience. That's right. That's exactly right. What do you mean? Shh. Um, we we don't we don't need a laugh track. So it, it the the map is done, been completed by the artist. Right. I think it looks fantastic, and it is in the hands of Rob Ritchie, editor in chief of Smoldering Dine Games, who will be producing the map. We'll be scaling it, and it uh, is on pace to be ready for release and availability at GrogCon Microcon. Yes, at the GrogCon Microcon. So there's there's. My understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. Dan, is that any uh, patron will have access to a digital of it. That's some version of it, correct? At least of the map. It is certain. If you want to make that happen, that can happen. Absolutely. I think, well, I think if now if you want physical copies, right. obviously that would be some, that would, you'd have to buy that. We can add that. Sounds like a great idea. We can absolutely do that. We have a, dig yeah. we have a digital copy. That's right. correct. I'm sure, I'm sure. Rob will come up with some kind of package where you do that. But at least the map. I don't know about the almanac, but the map, everyone should have mm -hmm. access to it. That seems like a very cool thing to do. Sure. Ones who have invested in the empire. And the good news is there's a lot of territories remaining for right. future patrons. Correct. And for the next iteration. Right. This is an um, annual. It's an almanac, so it comes out every year. That's right. The Farmer's Almanac. So it's going to be that thick too. The guide is going to be as thick as a farmer's almanac. I have very interesting. Yes, mean, yes, we mean the GrogCon microcon it is GrogCon. That's correct. So, uh, the uh, the Chamberlain of Brandywine is on. So that's very helpful. Uh, very yes. So speaking of that, uh, there's another con we want to promote: Tampa Nerd Con, November 11th through the 13th. So if you're a nerd and you're in Tampa, you should go to that con. <laughs> Yes, we're very much looking forward to it. Our good friend yes. Tim uh, from the Tampa area is hosting it. We are going to be there, and we're going to run some games. Yes, run some games, do the show live, absolutely. Do the show from there. And uh, they are a proud sponsor of Flipping and Turning. So speaking of Flipping and Turning, um, issue eight has just come out. Go out to Smoldering Dung Games. Eight episodes, eight issues of Flipping and Turning. That's amazing. Uh, Rob's done an excellent job again, it's, uh, so feel free to go out there, go out to smolderingdunggames.com. You can get uh, your online versions are gratis, but why don't you get a hard copy? That's not a bad deal. It's going to be worth something. It's an investment. It is an investment. We, we have, uh, I, what have, no, I don't have number eight yet. I'm still waiting on that. Like investing in Bitcoin, going up every day. <laughs> That's I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, my Bitcoin. Don't even talk. I can't. I, I'm speaking did you get some? Do you have oh, crypto? Oh, yes. Of course I do. Because oh, my. my uncle, my brother, Uncle Crypto, he convinced me in December, literally at the highest time. And, and now, now it's fortunately I didn't put any real money. 
I have actual gold, like gold pieces. You have gold pieces. That's good. The blooms? The good old days. The blooms, yes. <laughs> Cougarans, yeah. what are they called? You know. All right. Speaking of, speaking of conventions, DaveCon, we are going to be publishing very soon, uh, aka this weekend, hopefully, once my computer gets fixed, an exclusive discount for patrons. So if you're a patron, we're going to post, as a patron, a special discount for you to go to DaveCon. Vic has authorized us to release that information. And what's embarrassing is I think, I think Vic has done more prep work for next year's DaveCon in a right. year than we have for GrogCon. Oh, easily. Without a doubt. three months or so. But. Three months. It's two and a half plus or minus. But who's counting? Yeah, who's counting? So, um, it's which, not like it's a play, like we have to memorize <laughs> our lines or anything. Right, except I do, well, there's, there is some work to get done. We do have some work together, but, you know, we, we pulled it off last year, so we're feeling like, that. Ah, we're feeling pretty good. What could possibly go wrong? So, um, yeah, but the, you realize we pulled it off last year being really nervous and stressed yeah. about it, not, yeah. not being stressed right. about it. Right, okay. yeah. I think that's the problem. I think when you're stressed is when you get stuff done. But uh, uh, hopefully we'll take care of that. So with all that, if you like our show, please like and subscribe. YouTube, we're supposed to do that. Supposed to say it, so I said it. Do an iTunes review, and we'll read it verbatim on the show. Good, bad, or ugly. Good, bad, or ugly. If, especially if it's about LARPing. Uh, and, of course, you can become a patron. So, we are now ready for Best of June, 1982. James. Your crack research staff has figured out what? That's the top song and top movie. What, as usual, what is it, the number one song? I can give you a hint if you want. Was it last time? It was, it was Ebony and Ivory. Still Ebony and Ivory? Well, wait, no, wait a second. That sounds like cheat, because it sounds like you're asking a question, but I don't know. Are you asking a question, or are you giving an answer? Well, two weeks ago, when we met, I'm it was correct. Ebony and Ivory. Correct. Is that correct? That so is correct. That's, I was, that was for me to recall. So the question is, is it still Ebony and Ivory two weeks later? And I'm going to say it's not Ebony and Ivory. It is, uh, I just keep laughing. <laughs> see, this is part of the thing. I keep talking to see if I can get a reaction. It is Ebony and Ivory. Are you? Yeah, yes, that's my fine answer. Are you sure? Yes. It is Ebony and Ivory. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I have no poker face. James wants to play poker with me. That's right. Hey, Dan, we got a poker game tonight. We are looking forward to playing poker with Dan. Just don't bring money. Dan's the only one bringing money. Bring your gold coins, Dan. <laughs> bring your gold coins. We will accept them. James is walking off with a big bag. That's right. I gotta buy a large sack. <laughs> or I gotta take my pendulous uh, crown royal bag. Oh, so it is Ebony and Ivory. It is still Ebony and Ivory. Um, top movie, week ending June 20th. And I will tell you this it is something new. Mm. So, whatever it was last time, it is no longer that. It is a new one. And it, let me tell you, this is a biggie. This is a biggie. BT. You got it. Wow. You said it's a biggie. You're on fire. Thank you. Very nice. All right. E.T. That's all that was happening 40 years ago today. That's it. To kids, anyway. To kids, yeah. Everyone kids. else, who cares? Didn't, uh, didn't the president get shot right around this time? Hinkley. Didn't Hinkley just get released? He just got released. That's right. He's a musician. Living with his... Allegedly became a musician. He's going, going on tour. Really? I, yeah, something like that. That's what okay. my wife was telling me. I okay. shot the president, but I didn't shoot James Brady. He did well. Did you? He shot, I got both of them, right? right Brady that, got the much worse. Well, that's what he's going to say. Right. That's, that's the... Right. So, yeah, so I, no, I don't know when uh, Reagan was shot. 
But uh, it was eighty one or eighty two. We, all we cared about was D and D. Yeah, I, I just remember Period. it happening. I remember it happening, but right. I don't remember the dates of it because it was on. I mean, it was literally like those old shows where you walk by the TVs in the in the stores, and they had all of them on there. So, all right, well, very good. Our next uh, topic is sage advice. What's this about, Daniel? This is the segment in the show where one of us asks questions of the other. Yes. Either from, typically from Sage Advice from Dragon Magazine. Right. I'm going to go with polyhedron because we've done a lot of Sage Advice. Yep. The polyhedron questions were, well, the Dispel Confusion questions. There's a column in Polyhedron, which is the RPGA newsletter. The RPJ, of course, I think, designed to, I don't know what it was just. <laughs> Bring people together. Bring people together. Bring people together. In harmony. And we ask, <laughs> Ebony Ivory, we ask these questions and we see if the person can be sagacious. Yes. And so, James, it is your turn to answer questions while I ask them. I'm on the witness stand. You are. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Yes. Okay. Uh, are you ready? I am prepared. Quest- yes. Question. And, and these were official back in the day. Okay. Will water affecting spells? For example, lower water, affect water in other than liquid form, like fog or ice? I think that's a pretty good question. I like that question. They should go back to the gibbering mouther. Yes, I agree with that. At some point, we need to, do, we need to pull up the Now that there's a whole body of work at the gibbering mouther, we can, you can use the gibbering mouther one. That's right. Is, has it been that long ago that people, people read it? But we should do that. We shall do, in fact, maybe I'll do the gibbering mouther number one. And that's a great idea. That is a great idea. So write that down. Quit stalling and avoiding the... Uh, okay, was there uh, a question? Uh, Your Honor, could you please direct the witness to answer the question? Fifth Amendment. <laughs> That's right. Question. Will water-affecting spells, for example, lower water, affect water in other than liquid form like fog or ice? So, so oh, so yes. I cast a fog, uh, a fog cloud on right. you, and then you do try to do lower water. That's a great question. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. No. Only the liquid form is implied by the word water. The other forms are not affected. I'd, I like your answer better because it's cooler. The, I think it's the rule of cool would be, if someone did that in a game, I, I would probably, before I read this, I would have said yes. Well, I think it depends on what it is. So what does lower water do? What okay. is it implied in the lower water? I thought it, like, somehow magically dis- makes it disappear. Back or something. Page 48 of the player's handbooks. Not using a PDF. Lower water. The cleric casting a lower water spell causes water or similar fluid. Yeah. Wait. It's a fluid, though. Not a, not a different state. Yeah, but why didn't he? He should have said, though, or similar. Fl- yeah, but fluid. Is fog fluid? I guess fl- fog is in fluid. Oh. Uh, yes. But he should have said that because that's actually the better explanation, right? Is that right. it says or similar it's a fluid. state. So now I agree. But wait, yeah, no, ice is not a fluid. To sink away. Okay, got it. Yeah, but the question is, does it disappear or does it come back? No, it's not the question. Well, uh, my argument of what, how it would affect is that... Wait, there it is at the bottom. Oh, the reverse, sorry. Causes it to return to its normal highest level. Oh, is it gone forever? The reverse of the spell causes the water or similar fluid to return to its normal highest... Return to its normal highest level. That doesn't necessarily mean the water that was you reduced. I assumed it does come back. 
Well, because its duration is one turn per level. Duration yeah, so it would come back. So is it, dis is it, where did the water go? Or in this case, as Chamberlain right. said, you could use it on feces-clogged drains. That's very useful. It is. Oh, so you could like, oh, so if you're like the first level magic user and you don't want to adventure. Right. We should do that. Jobs for first level magic users who don't want to adventure. Because it's dangerous. Right. You could be a plumber. You can run into a be a plumber's apprentice. Yeah, you do lower water. Well, you fourth level, you're pretty high level to clerics. Oh, know, that is. Oh, yeah, and you're a cleric. So I like the least in the... I don't know if there's there lower water for... Uh, uh, I don't think so. Magic store. Oh, you can speak with plants. I see how they're doing. I'll go come by and ask your plants how they're doing. Right? I like the idea, like you said, that there's a sewer full of crap, and you have to cast lower water from a scroll. You only have an hour before it fills up again, whatever it is. I think it definitely comes back. I think it disappears. Yeah. yeah. So if it disappears, that would be my argument why it would affect the thing, because the actual material it's... I'll tell you why it disappears, because, <clears throat> because otherwise, if you're in an area where it can't go anywhere, then you couldn't lower it. Right. It doesn't say that. That's right. And I think it's magic. So I think it just... Temporarily puts it in the down. bag of, in the portal of poop holding. Yeah. It's, it's, in the it's a septic it's, tank. It's in the astral plane. In the astral Everything's in the astral plane. Good job, see? <laughs> Water appears. That's right. You're just driving. It's a... Just, just a from? dump of, yeah, or feces. Well, it's like when you're driving, you know, in the truck in front of you, you don't see, like, just splatters. Right, and, you're like, and you can't see for, like, five <laughs> right. seconds as your windshield right? You run into a titan. A dead titan. It's <laughs> just um, a dead titan. A place that dangerous This place. is why you don't go on the astral plane. It's wild. So, can you, so, the Chamberlain said, can you... you can the Chamberlain Brandywine. Said to, you can reduce it for what? For any kind of, because it says similar fluid. Yeah. You could do it for feces, you could do it for... All kinds of oil like, discharges. Mud? Why not? Yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Anything that's a fluid. Has similar fluid. Similar fluid. Similar, no, similar fluid. Right. Not any other fluid. Depends similar. how much viscosity now you're talking. Yeah. How viscous. Yeah, so that's kind of a bummer about the fog. Surface, surface tension is involved. This is all, all chemistry is coming back. I do, I do agree with the answer now, though, though. They should have said, okay. Well, thank you. All right. No, wait, what do you mean thank you? No, I agree with the, the answer no. Oh. You were wrong. Go pound sand. Okay. Question. Some classes have minimum ability scores. For a paladin, for example, these are given for five out of six scores, exclamation point. What happens when a score drops below that minimum, as often happens to constitution, after a few deaths? How many times is this character dying? A few. A few deaths. Okay. Well, if... My understanding, if your scores change, except for aging, um, you would not be that class. You would not requirements, and so you would not be a paladin. Do you think when you get older, you have to retire? Like if, so are you suggesting that if your stats go down due to a reduction from getting older, you can't be the class anymore? Oh, you can. That's the only exception. Oh, so you said, you, oh, so you, you can't be a paladin in this situation. In this situation yeah. here, if you keep dying... Mm -hmm. If, it's, if your stats change because of some other thing besides aging, my understanding is you have to revert to whatever class above it. So I would say, yes, you, you're not a paladin. Nothing changes. Who wrote this? Who, who's? I don't know. A lot of these oh, are men, sir. This, uh, they, I, this doesn't say men, sir. So what perineum not. came up with this? Percurium. Nothing changes. The minima apply only to the creation of the character. So, so you can be a paladin with like a three con, 
Like, let's say you touch some. Oh, sword. holy crap! Gibbering Mather answers this in issue eight. Wow. See, I didn't. I didn't read issue. Eight. I should have. Okay. Okay. Well, let's. Where was my re rationale? Because I'm going back to the age thing. But does the age talk about subsequent, or just initial, or neither? I'm going to look up that. But let's keep going. Okay. In module S2. S2, which is White Plume Mountain. There are two intelligent weapons that aren't swords. Yes. Could or should every magic weapon have a chance at intelligence? Could or should? <laughs> Could or should? Uh, well, the answer is they are artifacts. So there are, wep there are things... Uh, that have special abilities that are artifacts. Oh, because there was three. There's Black Razors, the well, Sword, right? Wave, and Black Razor. And two of those three, and they're all intelligent? One's a trident, yeah. One's a hammer or something, and one's... Okay. They all have, but they're considered artifacts. Okay. Uh, so I would say no, and that only artifacts reach that level. I have, I've, I've had an intelligent, I have intelligent in the gnome realms. Well, the, you can. The famous gnome So realms could or should. Right. Could, yes. Should, no. Right. I, I, I like, I like, I like both. I, I like, I like the idea of intelligent weapons of all kinds. Okay. Answer. Not necessarily. Very helpful. It's up to the DM. Intelligent weapons can be fun, but they can also be a hassle. If, if intelligence is permitted. But you know what's interesting about it? I really think it only becomes an issue if the weapon controls you, right? That ego business yeah, is over yours. Right. Otherwise, honestly, well, I've had intelligent weapons that the player controls, and they don't, they don't do anything really much with them. Well, but that's the problem. They should be if they're truly intelligent. Well, the idea is I shouldn't say should. Back to the should. I can't find this now. So, Okay. Uh, well, you may, and you also may be thinking of, I think this would probably come up in sage advice as well. Yeah, someone brought this up. Anyway. Maybe sage advice as opposed to canon. Oh. All right. If intelligence is permitted, the frequency should be less than for swords. Oh, someone's asking, are they artifacts? I think they were called artifacts. You don't have S2? I mean, I used to. It got lost in the great split. Oh. On the chart, a on DMG, page 166, a sword is intelligent 25% of the time. Wait, what? Yes, 25% of the time, it's a, uh, they're intelligent. Any sword? Any sword. Any magical sword? This is not news. We, went, we literally went over this. I know, but I can't believe I wasn't shocked by that. Are you telling me one out of every four swords right. that is magical? Wait, but don't you have to be a certain... No, to have a chance, you got to be certain. You're not no. just a plus one. Any, any magic weapon, because it goes on the table. That's crazy. 25% of magical swords. You know, swords? if you listen to Grog Talk or read Flipping Attorney, you'd... Why would I do... I know. The former. I understand why I do the latter. Right. What? That's ridiculous. So how do we get determine this? You will go to page 166. I will. On the DMG. And you will read. The tables herein are used to determine if a sword is unusual, and if it is so, what intelligence alignment, etc. Notice that... Oh, wait, if it's unusual. So do you have to first be unusual? The, the, determines, the tables herein, hereafter, are used to determine if the sword is unusual. Okay. Where are you at exactly? Under page 166, right there. Usual Got swords. Got it. I know we've done a whole thing on this. Are you used to determine if a sword is unusual and what intelligence? 
Yes. Oh my gosh. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, one to seventy-five is none. Yeah, we, that's crazy. We definitely mentioned this. That one out of four. And so the problem with them is if you read about into unusual swords, it says later. Wait, wait. Oh, yes, go ahead. It says later about that when there's personality conflicts, if you read at the bottom of page 168, NB, whatever NB means. I got to look up the glossary. That's true. NB? Oh, yeah. No te bene. So like a warning, a caveat. Note to ah, Bene. Okay. Note, note well. Note well. Note well, exactly. You get a double ding and a clap. Because that's what it says in there. Note well. Most players will be unwilling to play swords with personalities as the personalities dictate. It is incumbent upon the DM to ensure that the role of the sword is played to the hilt, with the DM assuming the personality of the sword if necessary. That's so you, why it's a hassle. So your cursed berserking sword could be intelligent? He's yes. like crazy. He's like a nut. Right. That's hey. insane. <laughs> <laughs> or he could be lawful. Well, it could be lawful, you know, or chaotic evil, and just right. And if you're chaotic evil, hey. now you're going around and murdering people, or chaotic neutral, you know, total random. Well, I, I like the idea of the person just like talk. Like, what is he saying? Like, hey, man. So that's that's why it's a hassle because it's just it's like pets and all these other things. It's another thing that the DM has to keep track of. Because uh, you're right. Because the player doesn't do it, the DM does. All right, I'd like to I'd like to make an argument, but I don't agree with my own argument. Hold so, on. Wait, say that again? You're going to make an argument that you don't agree with? Correct. Is there, is, is there a term for that when you make insanity, where you make arguments that you don't agree with? Probably. Okay. So, I'm, okay. I'm listening. So, the tables hereafter are used to determine if a sword, now that's true, it says a sword, okay, is unusual. Now, is it possible that it is referring only to the swords that are listed? So, the swords are talked about, right? These swords are listed, and all these swords have something interesting about them. They're not just a plus one. But I assume if you go to the, the table, it has obviously just sword plus one. I guess I was trying to figure out a way to cabin this, to reduce this, but I'm, I'm not thinking I can do it, because I'm very bothered. So at the top of page, so in halfway, on the beginning of swords on page 165, yeah. why don't you read that paragraph? Okay. The all magic swords receive? Yes. Their stated bonus for both purposes of hitting, blah, blah, blah. The special features of listed swords are described below. Thereafter, considerations of unusual aspects of swords. Thereafter, the special features of listed. So that's my question, though. Is it possible? Wait, okay, well, I should probably. Finally, the effects of unusual swords are dealt with. None. Note that few swords will have any unusual aspects. Is it possible that it's only the listed swords that could potentially be unusual? You know what I'm saying? Sure. Because to me, it's crazy that 25% of swords, like sword plus one is not listed. Just straight sword plus one. It's not a list, quote, listed sword, right? Sword plus two is, oh, but you know what? Sword plus four isn't listed either, is it? And that's probably a very good chance to be. Why? Yeah, you're right. I I've never seen listed. it read that way. No, I mean, certainly may, you can. But it doesn't make any sense because sword plus four is not a listed sword. Yes. And I would think a sword plus four is a really good chance of being intelligent. I, I don't really good. I don't realize it's all 25%. Right. But it would be weird that a sword plus four couldn't be intelligent. Well, and, right. and, and again, all this is related to if you want to randomly determine. It's not, you don't have to follow any of this, obviously. But this is suggesting that Gary intended... Right. 25, this to me is like this, 
Hill giants are common. Well, rare, revelation. And, and, yeah, rare. It's interesting what rare means. Rare is still one in four. That doesn't feel rare. That feels very not rare. Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. They say. Oh, they said that it's unusual. It's rare. Yeah, it's not that unusual. So twenty-five percent. Okay, so there's a lot of intelligent source. That's this seems crazy. Right. Uh, who plays that? Does anyone play the twenty at one in four swords? I do. I mean, I, if I roll it, I roll it randomly. Okay, if you roll it. But in your games, are twenty five percent of swords intelligent? When you play a game, if you you know you're running around. Yeah, I, I would say probably not. I would say a lot of times I don't even roll if I don't. All right. Well, let me keep reading. On the chart, a sword is intelligent twenty five percent of the time, and it says it here right too. A sword on the chart. The DM might decide, for example, that intelligent is, intelligence is partially a function of size and apply. I'm hearing you hearing something. Yeah, that's me. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. I just want to make sure you're hearing it too. And apply that 25% to all magic weapons of three and a half feet length or greater with less chance for shorter. Oh, so like you're, oh, it's like animals. You're smaller. You're like less intelligent. So like a dagger has a smaller chance. It'd be kind of funny to have an intelligent dagger. Or perhaps the degree of enchantment, more pluses, has some effect. Oh, do you know pluses is called degree of enchantment? Yeah. So I, you say, like, what's the degree of enchantment? Uh, low. Low. There are no specific rules, so feel free to improvise. Okay. Are you ready for the next question? No, because I, I, I was asked. Oh, if there are artifacts. If there are artifacts. And I feel like I didn't just magically come up with this. It's been a while since I read. So I'm, I'm going back. Quickly looking up at you, and that's what the binging you were hearing is because I was trying to use a PDF, but apparently I can't. Just type in artifact. So apparently this is no faster than pawing through the books. Right, because now I'm reading this word for word. So uh, again, blah 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 blah. So I'm going to go to the back. That's where they describe the weapon. Back, back, rolling. Or scrolling, or scrolling. Oh, so the magazine could have been scrolling and scrolling. Scrolling and pausing. <laughs> scrolling and stopping. Scrolling and stopping. Yeah, anyway. I, for whatever reason, I thought in the beginning they said uh, these are artifacts. Can you do, will, will control F work on a PDF? I tried to, and that's where you're getting oh, the that bling, was the ping. bling, bling. Because I don't think this PDF is, is actually, yeah, this is an image. I can't. But the point uh somewhere here you if someone could look it up artifact that would be helpful it just says highly valued magical weapon that's what i see here but i would have thought it said something to the fact that they were but by the book someone could look that up for well, me. it's an interesting question and white plume oh that's not gary that's uh we had the guy we had him on the show Lawrence Schick. yeah no we didn't yeah. have one Schick on the show Carlos had. um okay all right, next question. When is the D&D companion set coming out? Uh, 19... What year is this? I'm reading this. Unfortunately, I, all I can tell you is this is issue number nine. So if this is issue number nine of, of Polyhedron, early 80s, probably like, I don't know. Uh, 1985. Probably in 1984. Oh. I'm rewriting... <laughs> Wait, who wrote the D&D Companion set? We have any, he says, I'm rewriting. It's, it's, that, I think Rang Metzer wrote, wrote, wrote all of them. I'm re, why is this under Advanced Dungeons and Dragons? He uh, says he doesn't want to play this anymore? <laughs> tired of it. 
I'm rewriting the basic and expert steps well, he's now. He's tired of these kind of things, these questions that come up. So is this, this is master. He says, I'm rewriting the basic and expert sets now. So this is B, E, the M, C, L, R, I, G. Right, the Beck me, yep. This is Beck me, and that was Menser? Primarily, it was so, a lot of yeah. few people, wasn't it? Uh, hey, question mark, hey. Hey. Stop groaning about another D&D game revision. This one should last a good while. The new basic set is designed for solo play while you get the hang of the game. I don't know. Shifting to group play thereafter. It will be out sometime in 1984. Okay. Question. A few more. Do creatures with spell-like powers need to cast the powers-like spells? Can you interrupt them like with, like with spellcasters and ruin the effects? That's a very good question. We talk a lot about this on the show. Yes. Do, and no luck. Well, what is interesting, because there are powers that this has that I don't think you can get from a special, um, from the extraordinary power thing. So, for instance, Wave is a trident. Purpose, death, or disfigurement to all those who won't convert to the worship of Poseidon. Be God, you. It has a trident of fish of commanding, trident of warning. Confers cube of force ability. You can't get cube of force from that, but it, it has intelligence 14 ego. So it has the things of an intelligent we weapon or sword, but it has things you can't get from, uh, from the chart on page 167. That's why I thought it would. And it may say artifact, but I think we spent enough time on it. Okay, so do, do creatures with spell-like powers, which is Stormy, right. has spell-like powers, Yes, need to cast the powers like spells? So in other words, do the spell rules apply? Can you interrupt them? No. Like with spellcasters and ruin the effects? Okay, no. they know. Answer, spell-like powers are not spells and do not need to be cast. You're making a comeback. They can be produced in total silence, for example, and in one segment of concentration. There you go. See, I was giving you a break for segment. Oh, did you do that segment? Oh, I you did. did. Okay, you're right. Thus, they can. Oh, we should have done this first. Thus, they can only be interrupted <laughs> if a blow connects during the same segment. Oh. Uh, so, oh, so Menser says if you hit simultaneously, the spell is interrupted. Is that what he's saying? Yeah, he is saying that, but that's I don't agree with that. But this is this binding. No, this is a piece of paper that you printed. From. Oh, I need to authenticate it? Right. I haven't authenticated it. And you'll need to call Frank and confirm with these statements. Are true. To attest to them. And if the creature sees a swing coming, it can easily delay a bit. Oh, to avoid interruption. Hey, that's oh, what. Okay. All right. Question. So how do you adjudicate that? Why, why would you put something in there? Because now you're going to put like an intelligence check to see if they'll be smart enough to delay it? I thought if they both, yeah, I wouldn't play it. So this does raise the issue. If it's simultaneous and you're hit simultaneous, I assume the spell goes off. Right. That's the whole point of simultaneous, that all the effects right. happen. Right. It's, you're too late. Well, it's, it's, well, it's the right same, at the same time. time. It's at the same time. Huh. Right. Because it says in simultaneous in the DMG that ev everything happens, I don't know, simultaneously. Hmm. It would hmm. make more sense if you lost initiative, and then, but then, it's, then that, is a sp that acts like a spell. We know. We'd have to look at the interruption rule. I don't want to find that. It's hard to find. Where's the interruption rule? It was combat. 
No, I know. I don't think so. No, we can no, just move on. No, because spell casting in combat. No, because under the de- I would I would think it starts with the definition of interruption rules. Spell right? casting doing melee. Okay. Where you at? Sp- attacks directed at a uh, page six. Thank you. Page sixty-five of the DMG. Okay. Uh, any successful attack or non-saved attack against magic interrupts the spell. That's all it says. That's right. Because spellcasting will be so difficult, this is the other part. Most magic users and clerics will opt to use magical devices whenever possible in melee, if they are wise. So again, the point is, because it implies that those don't have any issues. Mm. And it says, then the next sentence, magic device attacks, these attacks are spell-like discharge of rods, staffs, wines, similar items, which is what I always consider innate things. These attacks can occur simultaneously with the discharge of missiles, spellcasting, and turning dead. And that they can't be interrupted. That was the whole point. Wait, where that? Well, they're not interrupted. It's here it talks about spell casting. It oh. says because spell casting is going to be so difficult, most magic users and cleric will opt to use magical devices, right. implying that if because of any saved attack, any successful attack will cause the spell to be interrupted. That's the logic. Well, and this says it can be easily delayed. Now, this is with a spell like power. You can't delay a spell. Correct. Right, once you start, and you can't, you, everything's right. got to be perfect. Exactly. A delay, a pause. It, you cannot, it has to be uninterrupted. Yeah. The spell requires each, that a figure be relatively motionless and concentrating effort during the entire course of uninterrupted casting. For example, a magic you're casting for must be in sight and uh, appropriate time. The, the caster cannot begin a spell, interrupt it prior to completion, run a different area, and then complete the spell. Prior to completion. Right. Prior to completion. Prior. It's not prior. You hit at the same time. It's, compl- it's completing as you hit. I right, think it my, gets off. Of course. Yeah. But he's saying you could delay, but you can't. Oh, no. Well, he's saying people with spell like powers can delay. Right. So I think that's what he's saying. Yeah. I don't think I wouldn't read this to apply to spellcasting. That's correct. That's my thought. He says they, they can only be interrupted. They meaning spell like powers. Interruptions instantly canceled. Now I give Frank a little bit benefit of the doubt in that he was a creator of a separate game. I mean, it's you know, he took the Moldvay cook thing and made Beckme. So Beckme is not the same as So that. technically it's under Advanced Dungeons and oh, Dragons. I understand. All right. But this is shenanigans. This, this, every, time I, I, every time you read something from there, it doesn't dispel confusion. It enhances confusion. <laughs> Cause confusion. Okay. Last one. If a party sees a monster with a gaze attack, we get a lot of gaze attack questions from these. I don't know how to pronounce this. Catabli- I got a B plus. I got a B plus. Yeah, I got a B plus. Catabli plus. Medusa, Umberhulk, all at once. They all see it. Oh, wow, that is that's an encounter. <laughs> well, it, I, my DM had an Umberhulk, Catabli plus, and a and a what was Medusa? No, no, no. I should punch them in the face. No, 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 the no. Face. They don't mean them all at once. Yeah, the three of them. Yeah, no, you should punch that guy in the face. No, no, no. The whole party all at once sees a Medusa. Oh, oh, one they all of them. look. It's okay. like the magician goes, Yoo-hoo! right, and they all turn. Right? They all turn at the bar. Right. Well, we're in, we're in B two. Spoiler for those who played B two. There's Medusa. That's right. How many? I, I should punch you in the nose for putting her in there. Yeah. How many must save versus the effects? All of them. They look. They oh. So the question is, does the gaze attack affect everyone, or does it fix its gaze on one target? That's, Correct. That is the question. Correct. Well, that's a great question. Uh, I, I'm going to say all of them, though maybe in Menser's time, he may consider his rule one at a time. But I thought 
we look under Medusa, right? I can look up things. Does gaze, does gaze mean like eye to eye or is it just right. like seeing the eyeball? You know what I mean? Like what no, if she's looking up in the sky? Right. Medusa, Medusa is like laying on the beach looking up at some birds. The gaze of Medusa's eyes will turn creatures within three feet to stone unless they make their saving throw. What's the definition of gaze? So the gaze, the gaze is like you got. They're all like, looking at you. That's the gaze idea. Well, but I wait, wait, wait. Um, uh, do I? It is have to be connected. Do I? Have, does she have to be looking at me? She can't look at more than one person at a time. Well, but you're all looking at her. I know, but it's gaze. But yeah, this, the Medusa's well, gaze. The Medusa's at, gaze. Okay, well, let me look at the glasses. I'm not gazing at the Medusa. Doesn't it say the Medusa's there's, gaze? There's no gaze in the script thing here. Now let's go to. It gaze. doesn't say I gaze at her. It says, right. I meet the Medusa's gaze. Right. right? I, get you, I get what you're okay. saying. Let me see. But what do the other ones say? Man, it's not just Medusa. We also right. have the I got a B plus. To look, oh wait, it says to look into their eyes. But then it says the gaze of a Medusa's eyes. I'll look up Umberhulk if you're looking yeah, I'm up. I'm going to the Catabli plus. Blah, 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 blah. Any creature which meets this gaze. Meets, you gotta meet it. Meet it. To me, you meet someone, you both come upon each other. Not, if you walked by me, we didn't meet. Gaze of the Gato Blipas is equal to a death ray, extending six feet from the eyes, even to the astral. Any creature which meets their gaze. Okay, any ready for this? It's gonna get interesting. Ready for Umberhawk? We're still any intelligent creature which views the Umberhawk's four eyes. Squarely. That didn't say meet his gaze. It says views his four eyes squarely. So it's, that's different. I just see his eyes versus meet the gaze. Like I see your eyes right now. Right. Do you say that I've met your gaze? I mean, I'm not meeting your gaze. All right. Well, the Catabolic Plus has more of it too. Okay. Uh, this is this. So it says there's a death ray. Complete surprise means one of the party. And counting has met his gaze. Okay, so okay. otherwise, the very weak neck of the catablephus only has a 25% chance of raising the head high enough to use its eyes. If both parties are still, if, if both parties are still, this chance increases by 15% per minute. If, if the monster must follow quick movements or is shambling along in pursuit of play, there's only a 10% chance per round of the neck raising the head sufficiently high to fix its gaze. A fleeing victim, even with eyes averted, is subject to the deadly effect of the catabolic plus eyes, although there is a saving. Oh, even with eyes averted. Oh. Fleeing victim, even with eyes averted, is subject to the deadly effect of the catabolic plus eyes. Is this like a death ray? Can you say yeah, it's like a, a death, death ray. ray? The gaze of the catabolic plus is equal to a death ray. Oh, so he like gazes. So it, okay, so you don't have to meet. Okay, this is what I, I this is what I think. You got to meet the gaze of the Medusa. The catabephus, it's based upon his eyes at you. Possibly. And the Umber Hulk, you just have to look into its eyes. Great. This, that's definitely dispelling. So the question. And go surely back, wrong. Go, go back to the question. It says, because yes. they lumped all three they, of them in. They did, which is a problem. Right. If a party sees a monster with a gaze attack, paren catabephus, medusa, Umber Hulk, all at once, how many must save versus the effects? So I'm going to say, because I'm going to take the worst case scenario, which again, in this case, is either the catabolic plus. If, assuming what you're saying is correct, 
Well, um, I don't know. That's Jim. Well, but, oh, we're taking it at face value. That's a hypothetical. The worst case scenario is the catabolipas is staring at you, which again, anyone's looking that way, you 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 potentially get damaged. I'm going to say you have to. Everyone has to make a save. If your eyes are averted, so. Wait, the death ray, does it got to get into your eyes? Like, he, does he have to see your eyes? It's, it's set, I don't know. <laughs> it just says it will affect everyone. He's not shooting something. It's not like, choo-choo. Pew, pew. Yeah, it's not a death ray like that. That would be amazing. <laughs> that, would be, that would be awesome. I'm going to look at Basilic, too. That's the other oh, one. Oh, that's right. Another one. Look this is very good. This is an article. This one needs rights of flipping and turning. Right. This is a, a disaster. I'm going to look up Catablipus. I'm intrigued. In a bad way. Not in a good way. Uh, Basilic is page eight. Uh, while it has strong, toothy jaws, Basilic's major weapon is his gaze by which of... By means of which it is able to turn to stone any fleshy creature with which meets its glance. However, if its glance is affected, it yeah, it'll turn itself. Meets its glance. Right. Not different than a gaze? Not even a glance, just a glance. A glance is less than a yes. gaze. Yes, I believe so. Okay. The gaze and yeah, see I think yeah, I think the, the gaze account is equal. Any creature which meets this gaze. You know, meets this gaze could just be like you're within its range. He's looking at you, which is why your eyes are averted. Who right. knows? Someone needs to write this up. So what, is he, what, what did Frank say? Frank said, only one. Okay, there you go. Determined by position or at random. A gaze weapon can only affect one creature per round. Note that with surprise, each surprise segment is treated as a round for certain attacks. And gaze should be included as one of them. So he lumps it all. The, he, he thinks we're ridiculous. Ah. Which would be fair. That is true. <laughs> uh, this is why a gorgon is so nasty. Its petrifying breath is an area effect and can wipe out whole parties in one blow. Okay. Would you like to try one Boot Hill question? Sure. We did go over Boot Hill once, remember? Is a character dead when his strength drops to zero? Uh, I think technically, yes. A character whose strength has been dropped to zero or less by wounds, not brawling, has lapsed into unconsciousness or coma and is on the brink of death. Okay. All right. There it is. Okay. I'm just... You, yeah, boy. This one has really generated a lot of, a lot of discussion and controversy. Well, because I was looking at Monster Manual 2 because we've used the, right. the Dracolix yes. chart to see if it has anything in it. And it's... Okay, the eyes of Drake can petrify any point within 20 feet of the monster's, if the monster's gaze, back to the gaze is met, because of its hooded eyes and nictating membranes. Mm, the nictating membranes. <laughs> That's another great group. We are the nictating membranes. Okay. Uh, so, nictating membranes, uh, the monster is 90% impervious to having its own gaze reflected. Opponents meleeing a drastalisk and seeking to avoid its gaze will fight at minus four of their hit. Chance of meeting a gaze of a drastic or any large creature using a gaze weapon are as follows. Oh, it's the chance of meeting. Okay. Or right. any gaze weapon. Right. All right. So it all. Okay. So, so, the, so my point of this is, at least in Monster Manual 2, they've now extended that. It doesn't say uh, one. Doesn't, there's no sentence oh. saying after the first person gets it, no one else 
needs to do. You're right. And what year is it? Monster Man 83. Oh, this is right around the same time. 83. Oh, it's the left hand and the right hand maybe didn't know what they were doing. I don't know. That's right. So now it's not based upon what everyone rolls. Chance of meeting the gaze of Drask of any large using a gaze weapon are as follows. Add one if the creature is man-sized, such as a Medusa. Add two if the creature is small. Character is. That's all it says. So if there's a whole group, you have, I would say you have to roll all of them. I think, or what you could say is only one rolls. Because it's a gaze is a gaze. But then why didn't they say that? Oh, what do they say? Did they have Just a- stop. They say, chances of meeting the gaze of a Draskless. doesn't say, after the, this can only happen once per round. Yeah, but it could be just the only one. All right, who knows? Mass. Well, if you want to be if you want to be a jerk DM, you you do more of that. I would. I I might actually do just one, and then they roll to see if they do. One is like I don't know, but maybe that's not. I'd have to think of it. It well, if you want want your party to have a better chance, you certainly would. Right. One at a time. If you want to totally wreck them. Right. Because, of course, then you have the beholder at you. Okay, well, very good. That was exciting. So now we are ready for uh, the Antique Artifact Roadshow. What's this about, Dan? This segment is when I bring a random magic item to James, who will try to identify it, but importantly, without use of the identify spell. Right. Just based upon my description of it. Correct. And James will provide an estimate. Not only will he try to identify it, yes. he will also praise it and oh, give will. an estimate of the amount of money if it was sold at auction. So I am turning to page 121 of the DMG. And you're going to start rolling, and I am not going to witness this. I will not be aware of this. We have not determined this in advance. James has no idea. None. So this is what I will hold this up to the camera for people playing at home. Not looking. I am on page 121 of the DMG. So I'm now heading over to the next one, next chart, and holding up. Sorry if you're listening on the podcast. You don't know what I'm doing. And They don't know what we're doing most of the time. That is true. So I'm now going to look up. this. There's a little bit of lag here because I'm now going to look up this item to read about it because we do this on the fly. Oh. Okay. Reading, that means he's not used it before. That's true, which is most things. I don't play that much. Not sure why I have a podcast. Well, some have argued that. It's, it's, it's been suggested, <laughs> yes. That question's been raised before <laughs> by some viewers. Um, all right. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. You got it. Is Where are a, my items? Is there and, a prop for this? Um, yes, there is a prop. Where, yes, there is. All okay. Right. I'm ready to go, sir. All right. Excellent. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. Welcome to the Artifact Roadshow. What brings you in today? Oh, hello. 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 So, yes. Yeah, so I, um, I, I, many years ago, I was, I was raised in... A, raised by wolves? Nope, uh, nope. I, I, nope. I was Skunks? raised by uh, in in a monastery. Ooh, where monastery. There were there were clerics there. There's the head cleric. Were you acolyte? Were you disciplined by the acolyte? Disciplined at one point? Or did you know? Every everyone gets disciplined by the 
by the by the clerics. Yes, it was a very strict upbringing, and um, uh, the the headmaster cleric, the very high level cleric, so mm-hmm. high he had no title. Apparently, it was just a blank. Wow, that's how high high he was. He perfect. Was. His title was perfect. It couldn't even be announced. He was perfect. And so what happened was, so I was uh, at times I was naughty, and I I would take some things, and I I, I hate to admit I stole something. Ooh. I am not a priest. You don't need to convince, uh, confess. To yes, me. I'm here for confession. <laughs> this, is, this is not Am I in the wrong place. Yeah, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> Disciplining uh, the art of the uh, this, the acolytes over there. I must be atoned for my sins. So, and I, 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 I stole, I stole this, a, a, a parchment. Parchment. Yes, oh. because I was told what, what we would do is, so me and some of the other fellas, when we were acolytes, what we do is. We would we would go into this graveyard to 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 drink right. uh, wine and rum. We would steal some of the. <laughs> this is some church. Where 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 is this at? We weren't supposed to be doing this. Oh, we I stuck see. out because you think they may want to promote that as part of their uh, indoctrination. <laughs> I wasn't very good at my studies. I never okay. became a cleric. It was, uh, it's hard to believe. Shocking! It? it is shocking. I work at a tavern. So, I, so you go to the graveyard and drink. Yeah, so I was sent off, right? So my parents were, well, they wanted me to be religious. They sent me here. Right. And I was, of course, you know, I was young. I, I would steal things. What we do is... You were between, what, 15 and 19, whatever the starting age of a cleric is. Exactly right. It took way too long. I don't know if that's exactly right. But... And, well, you're a praiser. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, that's so right. That's what's on your thing. So what, I, what we'd do is we'd go out there and we'd party in the graveyard. And what one of my friends said is he said... Take, take this. He says, we need to steal this because there might be uh, some evil creatures in the graveyard. Oh. And what he did was, he says, take this. And he was a little bit, he, he was an he was a high, he's an upper level student. Oh, up, uh, he was an upperclassman. Yes. And he would take this and we took this. I remember this. He took this and, and he would read from it. And it was very impressive because when he read from this, a magical circle appeared. Wow. And it was a good thing, too, because one time there was this old dude. This old dude used to live in the graveyard. This is very intense. This had, is a lot of back. This is excellent background. This old dude, he had long nails. Okay. They're always dirty. Dirty nails. <laughs> crazy They hair. call them dirty nails. Yeah. Yes, he had this long, crazy hair uh-huh. and these sharp, dirty nails. And he would always, so but when this circle came, he would try to, he would come running at us. But it was like a bubble or something, oh. and he couldn't. And I was, thank God, because that dude, I'm telling you, that dude was freaky looking. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> he was crazy looking. Always, always like hunched over and... Yes, yes, you know that guy. Yeah. Uh, I've heard of him. Uh, we Everyone, it was Bob in one area, it's Joe. Oh, it's the old Everyone has a crazy guy, guy crusted nails guy. Right. And so... In the uh, graveyard. In the graveyard. So what happened was then, um, when we left, I, I left, and I... I, I, I think it must have been left in my trunk. Oh, right. And when I failed out, I mean, I'm sorry, when I dropped out. When you were asked to leave. I was asked to leave, it must have been in there, and I've kept it ever since, and I always wondered, because it, like, it seemed like maybe, you know, it, 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 you know, it helped against maybe, I don't know, homeless people. <laughs> it could be useful in the city. Protection from <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I think there's some cities now that would pay for you this protection from homeless. That's terrible. I thought maybe I could market it. That's sick. I get patented. Are you running for mayor? I get a patent. Right. Protect- yes, mayor, entrepreneur. Protection from crime, protection from homeless. That's terrible. You're, you're, 
You're that's so. Um, well, this is a very fine vellum. You know, scrolls of this nature from clerical orders could be made from a number of materials. Uh, it could be just regular paper. Uh, the highest quality is made of vellum, and you can tell this is vellum. Oh. So whichever order you were going to, they, their fees uh, for uh, becoming uh, acolyte is, uh, was pretty substantial because oh. they were giving you high-quality high quality material they're using. So I wasted, oh, my parents spent all that money probably. Well, they didn't waste it. They, they used this. So you took this scroll. You read, someone read from this at one point. Correct. And then. Jimmy. Jimmy. How's Jimmy doing? I haven't talked to Jimmy in a long time. I hear uh, he's on Facebook. <laughs> I'm trying to look him up. Dirty nails. I heard, I, heard, I, heard, I heard Jimmy was killed. He turned to stone. Oh. I, I, something like I got a B plus. Got a B plus. <laughs> if he would have got a B plus, he'd be a cleric still. He, he met the gays. He, that's right. The yeah. death rate. He, he tried to avert it. It wasn't yeah. good enough. So, um, so the, the, this was clearly written by an order uh, in Greyhawk, maybe St. Cuthbert. Oh. Were you part of St. Cuthbert's oh. uh, order? Mm. You know, uh, or Fotis, another Hard to say. I'm, again, I don't want to get too much into your personal uh, background, but you know, the deities. I'm not religious. Well, but I just don't want to. You never know that mm-hmm. the deities may be upset. Did you roll divine intervention. Like an elephant will come and <laughs> come and smash you. Uh, so uh, you know, one of those who obviously fight the forces of the undead. I don't know. Undead. I don't think uh, Dirty Hands McGraw was uh, was actually living. What? Especially in a graveyard. Neither living nor dead. That's right. He was undead. Oh my gosh. And very fortunate for you that you had this scroll. Now, again, um, my understanding of these, these were created by the, the probably the Order of St. Cuthbert to give to its warriors and the disciples a favor to when they were going out and doing the bidding of St. Cuthbert to have additional protection so that they could return safely. Why? So these were these were now this is a common you know they would have different levels of you know the quality but you know this was this was above average quality I would say now unfortunately they are one use uh, item typically oh so I think we didn't go back that's right <laughs> yeah unfortunately you went once because you can tell there's nothing on it oh yes so um, this probably was a protection of scroll versus undead. Uh, since I'm, I'm going to assume that Dirty McGraw uh, was uh, now there was a ritual that I heard, with, maybe not with Saint Cuthbert, that those who flunk out and reject Saint Cuthbert, they're actually uh, hunted down by Eus. Have you heard of that name before? No. Yeah, I've I've heard that because maybe you didn't hear from Jimmy and other people because they've been converted to undead. Happened because they reject Saint Cuthbert. You haven't had. Thought I could be undead. Possibly. So oh, my nails are kind of long. <laughs> get long. Dirty. Get my dirty. hair's kind of wild. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, fact, let me. I'd like to show you. I'm now show you a fact drawing. In fact, of you, you had a, a artist rendition of, of who of who is sitting next to you. Yes, yeah. So this is this is basically the person that is sitting next. Oh, okay. to you. This is me. That one. I thought it was the other dirty nails. Oh, you're right. Actually, actually, it was. Because that's even more scary. The dirty. <laughs> That's more terrifying. Yeah, the, the dirty, yeah, the dirty nails guy is yeah more right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Very good, very good. Well, I did have wild Lloyd. hair. Very good. Look what Lloyd wrote. That was good. Wait, that's right. We have a pet. We say gays. That's right. Okay, that's right. 
All right, so I'm going to say it's a protection from a dead scroll. It's now been used. Uh, it's the vellum itself, if it's since it erases from the paper. You know, it's not clear with a scroll if you could reuse the scrolls. Oh, that's right. So I might be able to use solid for vellum. Right, which would okay. be uh, new is eight gold pieces a sheet. So I'm going to say this is probably half price. So it's four gold pieces. These are fine bone rolling things. So it's about worth 15 gold. But if it had uh, protection from undead still, uh, I think that is worth, uh, typically we value that by XP and we multiply that by, if we learned from last time, by times five. Five, we said, for value. So I'm going to say it was, it was, it's worth about, if, if it had protection from undead and went to auction, it's worth 7,500. Oh, well, but now but it's, it's worth only seven. worth four. It's worth four. I'm, I'm a little disappointed, but, but thank you. I appreciate that. So I guess, uh, should I get insurance on it? Uh, no, not for that. <laughs> okay. Well, James, you are absolutely correct, sir. It is, in fact, a protection from undead scroll. Right, which are super great because it protects like by a, is it by a number of hit dice. Yeah, let's find out because I, I, I want to make sure I'm protected from a lich. So the reading time is four segments. When this scroll is read, a five-foot radius circle of protection extends from and moves with. Right. Oh, that's nice. So it's like a video game where you got a little circle. Right, you have a circle, and they're just kind of surrounding you. Uh, with the reader, it protects all within its circumference. So you're really trying to get in. Let me in, let me or in. Or get out. Or get out. If you're trying to escape from a horde of undead, you want to run away from them. Oh, but meaning you want to be within the circle. Yeah, everyone's like surrounding the cleric. Right. Like, yes. Let me in. Let me in. Oh, exactly. Oh, that's terrible. There's not enough room. Right. There's Sucks. not enough room. Sucks to be you. Right. So it's like a lifeboat. It protects all within the circumference from all physical attacks from undead, gas, ghosts, ghouls, shadows, skeletons, specters, whites, race, vampires, zombies, but not magic spells or other tech forms. Oh, so yeah. If they cast fire, if a death knight casts fireball on you, you're still getting blasted. Why didn't? Why aren't liches listed? I mean, I know liches have spells, as we famously know, or other attack forms. If a creature leaves a protected area, it is then subject to physical attack as well. The protection will restrain up to 35 hit dice levels of undead. So it can protect you from a lich. It but not the spells, though. Not from the spells. So that's not very helpful. Yes. Okay. But he couldn't physically attack you. That's something, I guess. But that's 35 skeletons. That's 16 uh, zombies. Excess, yeah, that's pretty good. Excess hit dice levels can pass through the circle. So how, how do you know if you're the excess one? You start, is it like turning? You start at the lowest? Yeah, you start at the lowest and go up. Well, that, that's, that's how I would rule it, but, uh, which is, again, why with powerful and dead should have lots of minions. Oh, right, to counteract the protection, so it's like, Protection yeah, and turning and everything else, because if you recall, when you're turning, uh, yeah. you, you have two choices. You no, know you don't remember, or no? Yeah, no, I do remember. Yeah, if it's a mixed group, a, there's two versions. If, the, if, if, let's say, a white has a bunch of skeletons around, he's not really controlling them, but hanging out with them, you have to turn the skeletons and the zombies before it'll yeah. do the white. If he's like a vampire lead him, you, if you don't turn the vampire, then all the other ones are saved. Right. So that's why it's good to have those. It remains in effect for 10 to 80 rounds. That's nice. Yes. Wow. Note, some protection scrolls of this nature will protect only against certain types of undead, one or more, rather than all undead, or the DM's option. So, so a scroll, so one of these scrolls... Which has, in some ways may be more powerful. 
What might be more powerful? So let's say you're trying to go after Strahd. I'm just using that as... Okay. And so you get a protection from Vampire Scroll, which would be better than a protection from Dead Scroll because he may have 20 zombies. Oh, right. Indeed. Indeed. That's and right. And so he just walks through it and oh, blasts Oh, that's right. It. So you think it would be worse, but it's actually better. Right. Less is better. If, you, uh, if you're worried about the... Yeah. Now, if it's that's protection right. from skeletons, yeah, it sucks. Right. But if it's protection from the thing that you know you want to go against... Better. Yeah, what if he has, like, I don't know, what if he has... Undead rats. I'm like undead. There's like there's there's, there's animal skeletons in the Monster Manor too. Sure, they're undead, right? You turn them. They're, if they're they're skeletons that are moving, they're undead. So if he has like a billion undead rats, right? Typically, he summons rats, but let's say he's a super powerful vampire. Yeah, right. He's just whatever. Okay. So there you go. So, so let's scrolls, figure out how much it's worth. Wait, but so those scrolls you only have once. They just once. Yes, I got it. So they're like, they're used up. One, one and done. Like the vending machine, just right. the one. Right. Okay. Sh- shoot it up. So let's see how much it's worth. So let, while you're there, it should say about, oh, it's on the next page. It is, yes. And I, I believe you are absolutely correct. Well, I don't know about the thing, but let's see. As well, right? Hang on. Where's the, uh, where's the score? Yes, it's right there. Um, it is, but you're absolutely correct, 1,500 XP. So you're nice. absolutely correct about that. Awarded only to characters who can use the spell. That's XP value. That's the XP. The award should be 100 XP per spell value. Oh, and then gold piece. Any scroll can be said sold in the open market for three times its XP value. So you were, you said 7,500 is three. Oh, wait. Oh, oh sorry. Like, once again, next sentence. I saw you leaning over. I'm like, there must be another sentence. Protection scrolls sell for five times. You perfect. You nailed it. Yay. Thank you very much. And, and I did- learned that from the second, last time we did it, because you got a protection scroll one Previous time. I always thought it was three times, but then I remember it's five times. And let me tell you something. 7,500, that was worth it to not be attacked by right. whatever that was. Whatever he was, whether he was a ghoul or a white, who the heck knows? Dirty Nails McGraw. Dirty Nails McGraw. That's got to be it. Vic, you got to put that in your next adventure. Dirty Nails McGraw. It'd be funny if he was just some old dude. That's right. Hey, ah, I'm not undead. I'm not undead. I'm just crazy. Why is everyone always running from me? I live in the graveyard. I'm going to be dirty. Obviously, it's stinky. It's stinky. That's right. What's wrong with you people? I'm a grave digger. Dirty nails. I'm not a white. Dirty nails, McGraw. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a white. Well, he can be pseudo undead. I'm just a pseudo oh, undead. Actually, that's one of the guys from the pseudo dead. Yeah. Dirty nails, McGraw. Oh, all right. He's probably the bass player. Probably. Oh, but he cut his nails. Maybe not. No, that's what makes oh. the white place so bad. So well. Or bad. Or bad. Okay. Dirty Nails McGraw. Oh, maybe he's a drummer. Mm. Yeah. Off to the side. Pseudo Undead, drummer. Okay, cool. Next, we are doing Have You Ever. Okay. This is the segment of the show where we turn to Flipping and Turning Magazine. Right. Issue. Issue number seven. Yes. Where... The Assassin. Yeah. Where Have You Ever Played is where you get to play a half-orc assassin, cleric assassin named Half-Assin. And you get to decide what actions you're going to take, and you see how you fare. We are trying to save Queen, uh, is it uh, I think Mabel, the good Queen Mabel. So I was we've about actually to say Queen Buttercup. No, Mabel. So we're actually, uh, you know, we'll do anything for money, and we have infiltrated the palace of yeah. Safer, as you may recall. And last time we faced an ice lizard. Because, of course, there would be, you'd find an ice lizard. You know? So we, we had to go back and get the shadows. Then we went, remember, we, let, we had to do that. So we did. But, but, I, but now we're past the ice, we're past the 
shadows, we're past the ice lizard, now we're going to the Correct. So, the stairs lead up steeply and end in a sliding door. Pushing it aside, you find yourself in a kitchen storeroom. Ooh. Through a half-open door, you can see several servants busily at work. An opening across the kitchen leads out into the palace. You decide to. Oh. Come on. Really? That's what it says. The stairs lead up steeply and end in a sliding door. Pushing it aside, you find yourself in a kitchen storeroom. Right. Through a half-open door, you can see several servants busy at work. An opening across the kitchen leads out into the palace. Oh, but you got to get past the servants. Right. So you, yeah, you're in some way. So here's number one. Drink your potion of invisibility and sneak out of the kitchen. Is there an assassinate one? Two, move silently and sneak out of the kitchen. Three, display your badge and bluff your way out of the kitchen. My half work. I don't know about that. Four, move silently to backstab a servant. You liking this one? Then attack others with your sword. A bloodbath. Yes, why not? Five, charge and attack with sword and dagger. Six, throw dagger, then attack with sword. Seven, cast silence 15-foot radius and sneak out of the kitchen. Eight, parlay with the servants. I try to parlay. Yes. Nine, cast sanctuary and sneak out of the kitchen. Ten, read feign death scroll. <laughs> I like that one. Mm. All right. This is a toughie because, you know, you really may need that invisibility later. Right. You know, how close are we to the end here? Hey, no cheating. Well, I'm just looking at how many. We got a while. Oh, that's wow. right. They shouldn't know how far they are. Okay, sorry. Cheater. Cheater. All okay. right, so put your, for those who want to play at home, put your, put your choices. Drink uh, Invisible, move silently, badge, then bluff, move silent, then backstab, charge and attack, throw a dagger, Don's 15-foot radius, sneak by, parlay, sanctuary, then sneak, read feign death. What badge do I have? Do you remember a badge? Yeah, we stole something from someone. Oh. Oh, you could have taken the badge, I think. All right, so all right. I'm going to take I'm going to use the badge. I don't want to waste my invisibility. Right. What so you? you're going with number 3. I am. So reminder, we're both dead. We died. Correct. I died like within the second first or second one. We died a few longer. So, so it truly is a what if for us. It's right. Three, so Vic's with you. You and Vic are together. Oh, I like being with Vic. He's I'm player. going to, uh, I'm not going to parlay. I'm not going to attack them. I'm going to cast silence and try to walk. I don't, I don't trust my move silence. Well, so. you're not, you're not, oh, oh, cast, there's a cast silence. Yes, got it. Okay. We got four. Four is move silent and backstab. I like that one. Bloodbath. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, let's uh, give them five more seconds for anyone else who wants to play. Anyone else wants to play? Five, four, three, two, one. Okay. And if you didn't pick one, you were spotted and you were clubbed with rolling pins. Rolling pins. Exactly. Dead. Okay. Number one was potion of visibility. Did anyone select potion of invisibility? No. This works. Of course. Your exit, you exit the kitchen without alarming the servants. Two. Move silently. Anyone do that? Nope. Yeah, that wasn't good. They're going to see you, don't you think? It works. Oh. They must really be busy chopping they're, and... They're just not, they're not paying attention. I mean, move silently. I understand that, but I'm like a half-orc walking through the kitchen. Yeah, what level are you? I am a fourth-level cleric, seventh-level assassin. So, oh, fourth-level so so assassin. You, so your thieving move silently 
Is that equal to two levels below your level? Or, yeah, it's two or three, I can't remember. It's, def it's two if it's two. that, but I didn't know if move silently got diminished two. I'm pretty sure mm. it does. So move silently as a thief. I have it 16 decks. You have 16 decks. You're a half orc. Doesn't, there's no penalty. So fourth, as a fifth level thief, which is the same thing as seventh level assassin, it's a 40%. And then your dex bonus of 16 gives you nothing. So you had a 40% chance of being successful. I was. All right. Oh, no. Three, this is you, badge and bluff, you and Vic. This works. Oh, good job. Ding, ding. Four. Four. Move silently, then backstab. And someone did this, right? Yes. You quickly dispatch all the kitchen staff. <laughs> wow. Add servants disguised to inventory. Ooh. Oh, that's awesome. Good for you. That's nice. Hello. Like <laughs> I have Hello. 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 I'm all No, I'm not an assassin. I'm, I'm a chef. See, my chef's night. <laughs> it's bloody chair. <laughs> Hairs on it. <laughs> All right. Well, so far, uh, five is charge and attack. No one did this that. This is strange. This is, is this, did Rob Ritchie write this one? Maybe he was sick and someone else filled it. Right. That sounds like more like me. Right? Okay. Uh, this is charge throw dagger? Charge, attack, five. Oh, charge and attack. Got it. Same as G4. Quickly dispatch. Wow. Wow. Six, throw dagger. So one thing we, oh, this is a cleric assassin. Don't get the attacks. I thought maybe he was a fighter assassin, so he'd get more attacks mm -hmm. against him. I assume there's six is throw a dagger. You quickly dispatch. Wow, seven, silence. This works. You exit the kitchen without alarming the servants. Eight, parlay. This is what I wanted to do, but I said it wasn't. The servants are alarmed. Take one point of damage in the resulting scaffold. Ah. Good thing you weren't a magic user, first level magic user. Okay. Nine was cast sanctuary. Right? Yep. And that is the same as G1. It works. And 10, read Feign Death Scroll. The servants find your body and flee, yeah. fearing they will be blamed. First, they steal your dagger. <laughs> That's funny. That is their alarm, but then not. I didn't think Feign Death was going to work. That seemed awful off that. Right. I thought that you would have woken up uh, dead. Gag. Oh, or dead. <laughs> wake, up dead. wake up dead. It's a Mega Death album song. Is it? Uh, is it? That's from 1980. Oh, that's 1980s. That's Tom to the PCLs. He's on, but who's mine? That's on that. Oh, is it? I wasn't a big fan. So I've seen him. I saw him. I, was... I know. You think it's my business and business is good? He was in Metallica. They what? kicked him out. But yes, they unceremoniously. Really? Yes. Yeah, well, you know, Ozzy, I kicked out of that, you know? Crazy. No, uh, they were in. New York or something when they were recording Kill 'em All or they're about to kill and they, uh, and they kicked him out there and they gave him a bus ticket and he had to drive. That's terrible. He Francisco. was that close to yeah. Kill 'em All being the, the lead vocalist. Kill 'em All. I don't know if he was the lead vocalist. Oh. He was the oh. lead guitarist. Wow, that's rough. That's was, rough. Yeah. So okay. uh, that was, that's you want to talk about being you know it's kind of like what's going to happen with you when I kick you out of the thing. It'll, it'll be a we'll be that's at right. Con. I'll get a bus ticket. <laughs> bus ticket back. I'm, I thought I had a plane. No, I canceled that. Uh, yeah. When your contract ended, we, we stopped that. It'll be like Midnight Cowboy, a bus ride back. To That's right. All right, so we're going to take a quick intermission and continue the show. So go get a snack or a drink or whatever coffee, you do. Get a coffee. Red Bull. Get a Red Bull cocaine. <laughs> whatever it takes. That it means. And we'll be back in a few minutes. 
Get exclusive content, a behind-the-screen look at the podcast, and a chance to play with Dan and James. Support Grog Talk by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com backslash grogtalk. All right. We are back. Beric and Den Canaan's Excellent Adventure... And now, Farrakhant and Kanan's excellent adventure continues. Follow along as they travel through Greyhawk to explore and restore honor. With their goldenrod character sheets and their faithful companions, Grimwald and Sir Dick, their journey now continues. Farrakh and Den Kanan's excellent adventure. What, what do we know from the last time, Dan? As people may recall, Farrakh Derek and Fen Kanan. Derek and Fen Kanan. Yes. Used, they scried. That's right. And they saw they are on the trail of three members of the Scarlet Brotherhood. Yes. Who are in turn on the trail of something, an artifact called the Horn of Change. That's the Horn of Change. And we are following them because we think that perhaps doing so might be useful in getting us back to the Valley of the Mage and clearing our names. We have followed them to, we are in the forest. We're in the forest. And we have come upon an opening. We, have, we found some ruins, and then there was a door, an entranceway. There is ruins with a polished entranceway of marble and stone. Yes. In the side of the mountain. And on the side are two statues of hideous beasts. Yes. And your scrying has told you that the three members of the Scarlet Brotherhood have entered here. And remember, we are accompanied by 10 charmed bandits. 10, ten charmed bandits. 10, this is like a Christmas song. <laughs> 10 men at arms. 10 men at arms. Two henchmen. That's right. And one Olga. And one Olga. Who right. might be a witch. Right. We don't know. Has an amulet that's magical. That's all we know. And she has told us that she has seen this, that she can help us clear our names. Right. And we believe her to be telling, well, I believe her to be telling the truth. Whether you believe me to be accurate is a different story. So I will be running this one. This is our Greyhawk hex crawl. Yes. And we are, I'm trying to remember where we are on the eastern. Right, we're, at the, we're near the Rakers. We are, we are, we are in the Rakers. Yes. So we're in the, we went through the Timberland Forest, if I recall correctly. And we have entered the Rakers. We went to the tim- Timberway Forest, and we're in some, we're not exactly sure where, but we're somewhere in the northern part of the Rakers. Yes. So, Derek and Fenkane, Farrick and Den Kanan, what do you do? Ah, okay. First, I thank those who are commenting. Then, I will. There it is. We have found the entrance. They have entered this way towards the, the, the prize that we now need to seek. Uh, I will tell my ch- the, tell the charm bandits, okay. which I believe... Oh, use the rod of something. Rod of, well, no, you charmed them. Did I use the rod of rulership? No, you charmed them. You did yes. better, right? You yeah, charmed. I, I charmed. And they're not intelligent, very intelligent. Oh, no, I think we charmed the leaders. 
uh, if I remember correctly. And the, the, the ten, the bandits are following us. We uh, charm the leader. Okay, so they're not really. So I'd say, dear friend, uh, scout ahead with your men. Easily, I'm sure there'll be no problem. So scout ahead and we'll be right behind you. See how things are going. Okay, okay. And, and light torches. Okay, so they're going in first. Right. And you're following how far behind? So it will be the 10 people will have the, uh, the men-at-arms to the sides of us, and then obviously the four main people will be towards the rear. Okay, okay. And then you're, okay. And then, so the four main people meaning us. Don't you mean by the four main people? Yes, us. Got us. It. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you see stairs descend down. So the, one of the bandit leaders says the stairs descend down. Ah, we're going Excellent. down. Yes, continue down. Okay. So stairs descended down. Now, do you want to let people know how you how this adventure was developed? Yes. So I randomly rolled a dungeon from Appendix A. Right. Of the DMG. So this is all randomly rolled with sound effects, furnishings, monsters, everything was randomly created. Excellent. Okay. Well, you know what people think about that? Not a whole lot. Not okay. a whole lot. All right, so uh, do I know if I'm headed north? You are headed west. West. Into the, deeper into the Raker. Ah. So the, dun the stairs going down is to the west? Yes, you can map it however you want. It's not going to be hard. There's... Not that extensive. Excellent. So I head down to the stairs, and it opens to what? Well, wait a second. Oh. Who? You are, you're, you are in the back. Right. The bandits are I have told you. the bandits continue down. Yes, yes. I'm not being quiet. Bandits, yeah. head down with your torches, and I want to, I want to, I'm not. So you, you've not indicated silence is no, no, any no. In fact, priority. Yes. In fact, use your weapons to hit on the floor and go down there. I'm sure there will be no problems, friend. So you see them all march down. Right. They look a little nervous. Don't not be afraid. They head on down. Right. And they say, "We're down." Okay, great. We're in a, we're in a chamber. Excellent. I head down. We head down. We've, we're on the stairs still. So you're coming down with them. Yes. You enter a chamber that is thirty feet across. So to your left, to your right, is thirty feet across, twenty foot deep. And there is a single opening. It is not a door. It's just an opening to your left. To the left. Okay. And you feel a cold current of Ooh. air. There's only one way in and out. It's Correct. To the, it's to the left. The only way for you to go is to the left. A cold current of air flows from the opening. You smell an irritably strong and unpleasant smell. Igual, what did you eat? Hey, I didn't eat anything, Bob. That wasn't me. I, I did, well, I did eat some of the flesh from the dead bandit, but. It was me. It was me. It didn't agree with me. <laughs> bandits go right through me. Sorry, boss. <laughs> so what did I tell you about eating bandits? It's I know. Right. Only cooked bandits. I like bandits, but bandits don't like me. Okay, so you notice, as you look around, you notice a waxed blob on the ground. Wax blob? It is a candle stop. Ah. You also notice a cage with thumb screws, and you find a fire pit in the room. All right. Well, I tell the 
bandits to he start headed south. I'll tell the men-at-arms to search this room for secret doors and anything else. Now, obviously, all of us are... I'm standing next to Igwal. We're, we understand, the way we adventure is all four of us stand next to Igwal. If there's any concerns, he turns the cube of force on and we head back. That's Got it. Okay. Or I may cast teleport or do something like that. That's the idea. Understood. So you're sending the bandits through. Correct? Yes. Bandits go through. Oh, right as everyone is starting to move, you hear a thud. A resounding thud echoing through oh. from that direction. Like... Somewhere in the distance. Like it's Ooh. come through with the kind of wind. You hear a thought. Oh. comes floating through. Interesting. Right. All right. Going. And everyone turns to you and they hear that thought. They all look at you. Oh, that's, that's like where. Like questioning, like, should they go? That is where our prize is, men. The sooner we find these foul forces, that the sooner off we'll be, the better off we'll be. Okay. They enter the next chamber. As they enter the chamber. They're holding torches, right? You have a scroll of all 7th level illusionist spells? Wow. Yes. That was possible, but okay. You, no, the M ladder. So you're, there, you tell them to enter? Because they look nervous. Yes. They enter. As they enter, a strong gust of wind. Ooh. Ah. Their torches start to flicker, but they don't go out. And all, right. all of a sudden, Go ahead. wait, there's more. On the wind rising, you hear a moaning. Mm. You smell the smell of rotting eggs like sulfur. Dust is everywhere. And a lone pick handle sits in the corner. This is in the room that they've... Yes, they've, this they've is what they're... To. Yes, you can so, see this as so you look So the opening through. went right into another room? It did. Okay. And then there was an opening... Two, so when you enter, then to the left again. To the left again. So it's almost like you're going like counterclockwise. Exactly right. And all of a sudden, you see a little vial is sitting in the corner as well. And you see, you hear all of a sudden some ringing. 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 One ringy dingy. Like, like a, a bell. bell ring? Yes. All right. Well, because the wind is that... Uh... Uh, Ferric will cast light on one of the torches so that it will illuminate. Regardless. Okay. So this way we, he, and being that he is uh, 11th level, that's going to last for a while. Okay. All right. Just to give you DM how long it will last so we don't have to worry about it. We put that on the leader, our leader, the guy who's charmed. Uh, that will last a whopping... Uh, Two hours. Okay, got it. Done. All right. Then uh, we will, uh, I will tell Igwal to go, him, Igwal and I will go towards the vial. The rest of the group, the bandits will go to the next portal. The men at arms will sta be stationed still in the first room as our escape. Okay. They know the rules. So how many people are going into the next room? To the big room? Yes. Uh, first, the bandits, Got it. and then they're going to go towards the ne next opening, which was to the left again, right? It's to the left of us like this, right? We're... Exactly right. Right. Exactly right. They're going to they're they're position themselves by the portal. The rest of us are going to go towards the vial. Okay. Look at the vial. As the men go into the other room, and uh -huh. you are looking at the vial, and when you look at the vial, it looks to you like there's maybe a little bit of blood Ooh. in there. 
and all of a sudden you hear terrible screaming from the other room. Ah. Noise, there is something happening terrible in the room. What are you going to do? We start moving towards. I tell, I tell Igual to get his cube out, prepared for, prepared for whatever is going to come. As you rush into the room. I don't you, rush in the room. I look. I, I'm sorry. I come over here. <laughs> as you peek into the as room. As I move over here and look in to see what's going on. As you look into the room, you see the poor. No, I'm going to show it to you because I'm going to need your help on this. You see this. What? Yes, it's true. You see a vile creature with huge wings uh, holding a uh, two weapon, right? Striking with a jagged toothed club and an ankus like weapon. And it is not going well. <laughs> no, I would say not. It's a bloodbath. You remember the servant girls? <laughs> yes. And half acid? That's right. It's 10 times worse. Oh, that is, that is not good. Okay, so I guess it's initiative. Yes, it is. So, yes, this is, of course, this is a pit fiend. And this was, I randomly rolled. You randomly rolled a pit fiend? Yes, I did. I rolled, well, I did the random level because I figured this was kind of like a crazy place. Right, you know yeah, I mean? right. It's not your typical. No, of course. I no. rolled a nine, level nine. Yeah. And then I rolled a pit fiend. Well, I actually rolled two monsters. Oh. There's also a dead rust monster in there. Oh, a dead rust. It's <laughs> a so rust monster and a pit fiend. I figured that rust monster would have been dispatched. Yes. And then you see the three, the three Brotherhood are like, they are also like kind of in the corner watching this. Oh, okay. Well, with that, then did we see the horn? You see that there is, you see that there is, in fact, yes, there is a little trunk, um, a little box that has been opened. Ah. Maybe an opening had made a thud, perhaps. And you do see a horn sitting in it. Okay. With that. Next to the three. Yes. I tell, I tell uh, Beric that we are now. Uh, exactly. I was hoping for kobolds. Um, <laughs> I tell Ferric it's, uh, it's game on time. So let's, let's figure out what we're going to do. Oh, yeah. When you say Ferric, yeah, Ferric's gone. Okay. Hey, Ferric. You turn around. He's gone. He's like that dude in Indiana Jones. That's right. He just runs. Throw me the idol. I'm right there. Throw me the horn. Throw me the horn. Throw me the horn. All right. So I'm going to, uh, so it's declare initiative. I'm going to cast, yeesh, this is not. And I'm going to want your help with the pit fiend, right? So. Sure. Well, the pit fiend is going to kick our ass. And, but we're. I have to look up my spells really quick. So you're using, so the cube of, does the cube of force work on a pit fiend? It works on anything. It's just a question of how, what we use. Mm. It keeps out all items. So shall I read, I'll read, shall I read about the pit fiend? Yeah, people don't sure. know about the pit fiend. So, so you randomly rolled this. This is I, awesome. Ran, I swear to God. So what happened no, no, you was. you have to swear. It's just, that's awesome. On the third room, I rolled wandering monster. I rolled a 20. And then I rolled, and then you roll again. I got another wandering monster. Two wandering monsters. Right. One was a rust monster and one was a pit fiend. The lowest plane of hell is the home of the dreaded pit fiend, a devil of great power. They possess a terrible strength and the most evil nature. All pit fiends have personal names. They are the personal servants of Asmodeus, a.k.a. Asmodeus. Each typically carries an Ancus-like weapon and a jagged tooth club, and all can strike with both in a melee round. Now, the good news is they don't seem as dangerous, at least with their attacks, as an elephant. Pit fiends are able to perform any of the following at will. Right. Once per turn or melee round as, a, as applicable. 
pyrotechnics, produce flame, wall of fire, detect magic, detect invisible, polymorph self, hold person, and this is where things get scary. You probably knew this was coming. Gate. Or gate, exactly. In one to th- bar- gate in one to three barb devils, 60% chance, or another pit fiend, 70% chance. Once per day, a pit fiend can use a symbol of pain. Save versus magic or suffer minus four on attack dice rolls to hit and a minus two on dexterity for two to 20 melee rounds. Oh, this is important too. They shed fear in a 20-foot radius. So actually, some of these guys become running out at this right, point. Absolutely. Right, Yeah, a lot of them. I guess we have to roll to see how many ran out. All pit fiends have a strength of 1,800. They regenerate at two hit points per melee round. They strike with their tail and score a hit. The opponent is held with two to eight rounds of constriction damage per turn. Perfect. So do we need to roll 10? How many saves? Do we need to roll saves of fear? Yes. Okay. So what do I need? Um, so I just, hang on. I need to know what I need. Uh, don't worry about it. They're zero level guys, so it's like Me 17. Sure. Oh, 20? Yeah, one's brave. I would rather run. I want to fail if I'm, okay, one, one out of two fails, two out of three fails. I'm going to say the leader save, because he would be the one, he's the most okay. loyal three to Three out me. of four. Four to five fail. Oh, another 20. Oh, nice. Two out of six. Oh, and a 17. Actually, we do have to look this up then. Hang on. 17 is the minimum, I think. Yeah. You think you got it? Yes. Okay. Well, since I've already opened the book. Yeah, you. Zero fighter. All right. Well, I know what we're going to do. Oh, yeah. They're what? Level one? 17. Yeah. No, they're level zero technically. Oh, then it's 20. Okay. So only one guy saved. Two. Two 20s. Two 20s. Wow. Great. There's an 18, the 13. Oh, a 19. Oh, too bad. Yeah, all right. Two, two saves, eight ran. Oh, so they're blocking the way. They just come running out. Right. So, I, <laughs> so it's just like you hear a bunch of noise and clanking, and eight people come run, just racing out. Right. That's not good. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, uh, of course, Igwald's. This is a pretty serious battle. Yeah. So Can we well, take this... a pit fiend, do you think? Uh, well, we're going to find out, aren't we? Because yeah. this, this is why I'm not, I'm not messing around here. Uh, you do. This is like serious James. You've gotten very serious. Right, yeah, is... You're like reading. It's like a serious test. It's like when you pull out the test and it's like way harder than you thought it was going to be. You're like, okay. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm thinking I'm going to uh, tell Igwald to get his cube ready. Okay. I'm going to and, and unleash it because we're, we're in trouble. I don't, I, I'm looking up what the, because uh, all we care about is we want the horn. We don't want, we don't right. want to fight a pit fiend. And I don't have Holy Ward or something to knock him all the way back. So, you know, we're just trying to get the thing and get out of here. That's, that's the goal. Goal is not to die a horrible death. So, uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool. So, uh, I'm going to tell Ferrick. To use his wand of conjuration. Okay. See what what he can get. I'm going to cast. Um, I'm going to cast. Yeah, I'm going to cast. Uh, I think it's going to be geese, but I just got to check. Check the range on that. So I would know. Oh, it's touch. All right, uh, Beric's going to get the cube ready. He's going to turn it on. Okay. I'm going to cast uh, Monster Summoning 5. And 
uh, your guy is going to stand behind Igwald, the other guy, um, Sir Dick, die a horrible death. And I will tell the men-at-arms to... Something bad's in here, folks. Get, stand, get, start moving out. And that's what we're doing. Oh, and everyone needs... Oh, wait a second. And so everyone that goes in there, if anyone goes in, they're going to have to do fear if they thing. go in. Right. Okay. So what are you telling the 10 men-at-arms to do? The, the 10 men-at-arms that are back, I'm telling them to start going, leaving. We're leaving. Oh, I got them. There, oh. there are people. You got an escape plan. Yeah, they're running out. Yeah. And we're going to see what happens. So that's what, I'm, that's what we're casting. Okay. All right. So what would, okay, so the pit fiend, okay, so the pit fiend's going to try to take care of the two that stayed. Right, the two that stayed, and. Well, wait a second. We don't know that they would stay. They're not under fear. So it just right. means that they. Well, that, I told, I said one of them's the charm guy, because that's why he would stay, because he's loyal to me. That's pretty damn loyal. I'm, I'm telling go at, go get the horn. Don't, don't oh, fight the Oh, get pit. the two. All right. Yeah. So they're going to grab the horn. Right. Okay. All right. Grab the horn and get back. Quick. It's scary in there. So now they're going to try to grab the horn. No, obviously. So they're so we're declaring action now. Yes. So they're grabbing the horn. So the pit fiend. Then there's. I would think the pit fiend doesn't think there's any. He's. Not, I don't know. There's any gate at this point. It's not like right. he, he just thinks he could be like just burglars. Right. Exactly. So he would probably. What do you think? Just like do a normal attack on these two yokels. Sure. That's what I think. Right. Right. But he can only attack one. Obviously, he can't. Can he split? I don't. No. Think. Well, what's the what's the other guys doing? Wait, which other guy? The th- oh, the, the three. three. Yeah. Oh, the three. The three, of course, would be like, they would be protecting the horn. Okay. Because they're next to the horn. Gotcha. So it's like almost like this was a transaction going down. Right. And they got the horn sitting right there. So if they're coming at the horn, yeah. they would protect the horn. Okay. So that's no. what we're doing. Okay. So we're rolling for initiative, correct? Yes. You one. rolled a one and a oh, one. Oh, simultaneous. Everything okay. happens. Right. So everything happens. So okay. So shall yeah. I have the, the have the deep, have the, all their guys go? I was going to say they're attacking the two guys. Okay, the pit fiend. What kind? Of, he's twelve feet. Yeah, he's big. So the pit fiend would probably. This is interesting. What would a pit fiend is exceptionally intelligent. Yes. And he sees these two. A bunch of guys came in. They all ran, and Some the died. other two are heading toward the horn. The horn. Right. He might just watch. Does he care? Right. You know what I mean. We'll see. Yeah, he sees if he, if he actually grab it. I think he's going to see the combat between the, the, the yeah, he's... Right, because what you're saying is that the pit fiend has already made a deal with the, the Scarlet Brotherhood it to give like him the this. horn. Yeah, so it looks that So way. if that's the case, he's done, right? He's performed. Right. Done his duty. Well, unless, unless he has an interest in this transaction. He might have an interest in this transaction. Well, that's right. Well, that's what you have to figure Beyond, out. Beyond, right? So, all right, hang on. Let me see. Does he have an interest in this transaction? Yes, yes or no. No. Rat's ass. Right. <laughs> Perfect. Can he? Oh, he can just leave. Can he leave? How does he yes. get out of there? Can he leave? I assume he can. He's a devil, right? Right. Can he just blink in and out? Sure. Oh wait, are we? Is that true? Devils can just blink in and out of. They like, can go back to their planes. Go back to the. Well, the devil. I, I don't want to look into it because you know, I think they can head back to their plane. They probably all right. They could cast gate and they could walk back into the gate. Yeah, he's got no interest in. All right. Well, he's not doing anything. All right. Yeah, we'll just good. Say, I'm lucky. Why wow. we didn't attack him? That was good. Angry. Yeah, that's right. That was really close. That's right. Wow. Oh, it's gonna get easy now. That's why you know. That's why you don't just start attacking. There's a lesson here. That's right. That's right. What is he Especially here? arch arch devils or deep not arch villains, major pit- deep devils. Try should probably avoid attacking them. Yeah, the pit fiend is holding a big sack and it has a big dollar sign on it. 
That's right. Souls or whatever he's, whatever the currency is. It's, it's not my problem. I've handed over the goods. Right. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. That's he's right. He's gone. A, that's oh. what's good about lawful evil, too. Yeah. Know, it's, it's the most reasonable of the evil. Well, that's okay. It's All reasonable right. evil. All right. So now it's those two guys on the three. Right. They're going, well, they're grabbing the horn. Okay. And now the, 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 the other guys are attacking them. Oh, so this is going to be quick. All right. So do you have stats on the. Uh, I did. They're in the rogues gallery. All right. Because we need stats on the three. Right, one's an illusionist. Um, they were, let me look back. Sorry, guys. Remember what it was. We, we made the stats for this. We wrote down what they were. Uh, I don't know, well, let's, they were in the rogues gallery. Fine. Gallery. Oh, wait, well, you just said they're going to get the... They're yeah, going they're to just get jumping the, at it. Oh, yeah. they're just going... They're going to... Okay. All right. Well, well, they're, well, they're, well, they're just going to step in front. They're not doing any attacking. Now. You can look that up because they're not going to do... They are stepping in front as you go to... And so you basically are now standing in front of each other. Okay. Because they've stepped in front. They've just... You go for it. It's simultaneous. You basically meet at the horn at, like, the right. same time. Right. You, everyone's... Grabbing. Got their hands on the. Okay. Everyone's holding right. the thing now. So I I cast I used the wand. Uh, uh, Ferric used the wand of conjuration. Oh, Let's see. oh God! Yeah, that piffing really is like out of here. Let's see what I conjure. Okay, it's percentile, I assume. Right. The wand has the following one charge. Uh, he well, he could use six charges, which he would have done because he would have been like that thing's piffing. ridiculous. So that's equal to monster summoning three. So he can do equal to a monster summoning three. So I'll have to look at summoning three. That. Oh, I should have done that. I, I didn't realize this is amazing. Wanda Conjuration, you ever looked this up? No. You should go look at the DMG. I always thought it just did Conjure Mantra, but here's what you can do. Does Unseen Servant or Monster Summoning and um, one per level of monster summoning, or six monster summoning ones, three monster summoning twos, or two monster summoning threes, or any combination totaling six. But it also can do a curtain of blackness. This is on page 135 of the DMG. And it can do um, prismatic sphere. That's amazing. I would have done that if I would have known that. Wand also enables its wielder to construct a prismatic sphere, a wall, one color at a time, red to violet, one charge per cost. That's awesome. Prismatic sphere, prismatic wand, that's crazy. Oh, and it can even, so wait, if you want to, can you conjure like an invisible, any of these, invisible stalker, immediately recognize or cast or conjure unseen serve monster summon conjure elemental death spell. So I can do any of these? Right. Wait, I can do limited wish? Wait, it says, use, grasping the spells enables a magic user to immediately recognize any cast or written magic user conjuring spell. Oh, recognize, not or cast. Recognize any cast or written magic user conjuring summoning spell. Right, so you oh. can see that. And then it has the following card. Oh, so I would know. Why do I want to recognize? Look, so you could know that the monsters were summoned or there's an okay. unseen servant running around. Oh, okay. But then, then the powers are... Unseen servant or monster right. summoning. Okay. But I didn't say that because I didn't know it did. But in the future, I would have just created a prismatic wall. That's amazing. 
Have you, do you know what a prismatic wall no, is? No, but it's, I'm getting a sense it's like a force field. Well, right? it's, it's a veil of colored things. It's prismatic, uh, prismatic wall is illusionists. Yes, prismatic wall, seventh level. You have to go back to prismatic sphere, which is a ninth level magic user spell. But this, so here, on page... One color at a time. Yeah, one color at a time. So on page 93 of the player's handbook. Yeah. It builds a wall. So each, of the, each has a veil of seven veils. So the first one, red, prevents all non-magical missiles. Inflicts 10-point damage if you touch it. Orange, prevents all magic missiles. Inflicts 20 points. Yellow, prevents poison gases, 40 points of damage. Green, prevents all breath weapons, save or dead. Blue, prevents location detection, turn and so on. So if you try to pass through this, you get affected by all these things, up until save versus magic or sent back to another plane. Oh, wow. Sent back to another, sent to another plane. Yeah. There's a random roll. There you go. Yeah, that's rough. So that's a good protection well, it's good. So we've got that. It's we have that. That's right. That's good to know. But I didn't do that because I did. Well, that's all right. You summon. You did monster summoning. Well, that's why we learn. And this, by the way, is what makes high level play so hard because you have so many things. So monster summoning three. Roll percentages. Okay, okay sir. Fifty. Five. Fifty. Uh, I summon two to. F I think it's two to five ochre jellies. <laughs> okay. Let's see ochre jelly. Uh, monster summoning three. I think is what fifth level. They move so slowly. What? Yeah, they move slow. Uh, one to four. Okay, you have summoned, which is interesting because the number of pairings is one oh, to three. One. So you have. Boop. They come in one to four rounds. Roll d four. Four well, rounds. Oh, so it's not here yet. He's waiting. You're waiting it's, and waiting. It's coming. So everyone's waiting to see what comes. Right now, I cast monster summoning five. Oh. Okay. So roll a percentage for that. Twenty six. A doppelganger. <laughs> when do they come? What are you doing with these things? Hey. That's for, you to, for me to know and you to find out there. This is a strange crowd. Monster summoning five. Seventh level. I assume it's just one. One to two. Are you serious? Okay. It's one. one. They come in one to three rounds. Two yeah. rounds. So not this round, next round. Okay. So you that's have a what he does. And an ochre jelly. Coming. Like, Coming. Okay. So they casted that. All right. Now, uh, now it's initiative, right? They're grabbing for the. Everyone's thing. holding on to this thing. Right. Exactly. Okay. So we are declaring. Right. I'm declaring. Since the like, creatures didn't get here fast enough, which is slightly disappointing, uh, I tell, um, I tell Farrakh, hey, Farrakh, we probably should cast a, uh, cast. Um, invisibility on yourself. Okay. So you'll be safe. Sounds good. I will cast Magic Missile. Okay. Uh, and I will start picking them off one at a time, hopefully. Oh, from outside. Right. Okay. I will, and I will tell Igwald to use the cube of force and stand in front of the door. Oh, wow. Very clever. Okay. So they can't get out. Okay. And what are your... Uh, what are the... Uh... What are the guys holding the trunk going to do? They're trying, they're trying to... I'm like, so everyone's, hold, like, everyone's holding the horn. Right, yeah. Everyone's got a hand on the horn. Like, there's I, a bunch of hands on the, the horn. The longer it takes, the better for me. Yeah. Because I'm right. going to start shooting at them. So they're all like pulling at the horn. Right. Okay. That's what they're doing. Okay. Can this horn break? It's an artifact. It better not break. 
If it can break by a bunch of bandits and monks. That's right. Don't you have to bring it to Mount Doom? You mean you could have just broken it? Right. right snap. <laughs> snap. Why did we go to Mount Doom? Exactly. Anyone try to break this thing? Why did the eagles just pick us from the beginning? But that's another right. story. All, All right. right. So it's initiative, right? It's initiative. Two. Simultaneous, Simultaneous again. Two. Two. All right. So everyone is pulling at the horn. Give me, uh, all right, here's, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do, you give me, whoever rolls higher on a d20. Oh, gets it. Exactly. Okay. Just make it simple. So go ahead. So. Oh, a 19 to 11. All right. So you guys pull it. My guys kind of go falling back. So okay. you guys are holding. Is it simultaneous? You yeah, guys. They pull back. You got the horn. Right. Great. I tell them to come back. Okay. Now, I shoot my nine magic missiles at the gnome. Nice. Thank you. I assume you don't have to look him up? No. The stats? Oh, uh, well, we'll see. He's, uh, well, uh, Rogue's Gallery is over there. While you do that, I'll, I'll roll see my damage. I'll roll my damage on him. He's the only one that scares me. Ten. Ten and six is sixteen. Sixteen and nine is twenty-five. Thirty-four hit points. Oh, is there, does he have a chance? Maybe he does. Maybe. Okay, where's your rogue? See the rogue's gallery? There? I do not. Maybe it's not there. I kept it over here. I'll keep looking here while you look there. So for those who are playing at home, I just shot nine magic missiles because I'm a 17th level magic user. Which, by the way, playing a 17th level magic user, a lot of fun. That, you know why you can't find it? Because it's over here. Okay, you're really lucky at 15 left. Well, we are. Yes, we are. We are. Aren't you, aren't you part of our group? Yes, I am. Illusion. Not if there's a 15. <laughs> All of a sudden, you cast illusion itself. See, gnome. What did we say? Gnome, illusionist, thief, multiclass. That's right. So we are looking in the rogues gallery. We are looking in the rogues gallery. Looking for a gnome. I was it a, in a fighter illusion? Let's look at the gnomes. It was. Oh, yeah. Illusionist, thief. You were 99. Gnome, male, right. chaotic evil. You were fourth, fourth. You had 15 hit points. Uh, right, have being the operative word. <laughs> I, I I think this is what was that word? I not oh, decimate. What was the yeah. word? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, this is right. Disintegrate, destroyed. <laughs> I'm destroyed. It's a. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's horrible. And I it's tell like a fireworks show. Yeah, and I tell. Uh, oh. Wow. I tell uh, Igwald to turn the fort cube off. Oh, and there's like a. I think there'd be like a morale. Would there be a morale check on these poor guys? I mean, this is horrible, right? Right, because so now we, my guys have the horn, right? Had the horn and the gnome was just lit up. Right, machine gun. Yes. I yes. I tell them, and after that, surrender your. You have no hope against us. I wonder, yeah, okay. Um, and there's a lot of people. The other 10 out there, too, aren't they? Well, they've. It's just bus yeah. four, now three, because. Eric has disappeared. Right, and they just saw what happened, dude. So they know there's a powerful wizard. Yeah, and, and the fighter, Igwald's there with his so plus three sword and plate mail ready to kill them. And there's two left alive. And what are they? What were their classes? They're monks. They're monks. High level? They were mid-level. One's eighth, one's fifth. Hmm. Something like that. All right, I'm going to roll to see what they do. Yeah. Do they attack? Okay. Give them a reaction. Roll. Right. Like that. I'll just do the angry monk, right? Yeah. Oh, that's even easier. Because like that's that. just a yes or no. Because it's not right. so much. Of a, you're not like trying to like convince them. No. Well, well, there's yeah. So right, well, well, but it's not like it's not like I know you're a baddie. I'm 18 charisma too. Yeah, but it's not like you're like. Am I gonna like fall for this? Because you're. 
persuasive. No. I mean, you're persuasive because magic missiles just roasted. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a different kind right. of parlay. All right. I get you. Are they going to attack? Oh, yes. yes. Oh, they're going. They are zealots. Okay. okay. They're going for it. They're, yes. They just, they, they, yeah. So they're, they're, when you say that, you can see they just start to charge. So I'll give you, uh, so I'll give you a declare. So okay. So I'm going to cast another magic missile at the one guy. Okay. All right. And they are attacking and they're up. So they're all right. like. Yeah. They're good. Well, they're go are they going after the horn or are they going after uh, Igwal? Because Igwal's standing in the door now. He's turned off the force. Oh, right. So you got the, you've got the two guys. Right. One they're has the horn. Right. And they're running back towards us. They, they, they would go toward the guy with the horn. Okay. They're going after the horn. Because they're zealous for the horn. Right. So I'm going to shoot the, shoot the, uh, one of them. He shot as he's. <laughs> magic. This is why magic missile is still amazing. Right. It's first it it is amazing, right? Yeah, you're so high level, and that's your weapon. That is your spell of choice here. Right. And because I have a pearl of power, and I have three additional first level spells. And it's better than the summoning. You're still waiting. Like, where right. is that ochre right. jelly? Next round, the, now the doppelganger and the. Shows up and everyone's dead. Yeah, that's fine. Like, I missed everything again? All right, so it's initiative. It's initiative. One. One. And for the angry monks, okay. four. The angry monks. Okay, so they're going to attack the, uh, the the bandit was a third level fighter. Okay, so they're going to attack. All right. Would so, you give them a charge on that? And they do like if they they were they were racing toward him. Would that would, is I too close to do a charge roll? Uh, no, they could do that. Sure. Okay. So that plus they're super fast. I mean they're evil guys. Oh, and I guess they're like attacking with their hand. Yes. They're, all right, they're punching. Is that what they do? That's, That's what they, what do, they right? do. They do attacks, yeah. Okay, so a, we have two attacks. Is that right? And you're giving them plus one as a charge, like a kick. Well, I'm trying to figure out, because looking, I don't, of course, I don't have the numbers here anymore, but uh, one was, e here, she was evil. Eighth. How can your level be eighth and you have six hit points? That can't be. That makes no sense. Right? Level, what number are you on? Level eight. Level, yeah, that's a misprint. Clearly, yes, it's level eight, six hit points. Yeah, that can't be right. I mean, even at least it was eight. No, that wouldn't even make sense. Monks don't. I'm going to say it's her hit points were 27 hit points. Okay. All right. All right. So, so uh, I get two rolls? You, as an eighth level, you get three per two. Yeah, you get one attack. Okay. That's two to eight. Okay. So one each. Yep. I have a 12. That's a hit. And then I have a 17. That's a ball hit. Okay, so one does two to eight. And the other one does one to three. Two to eight is five. And one to three is two. two. He's a third level fighter. Five, four. He's got 15 hit points, and here's his dex. Six, six. Wow. Six, at least 16. 16, so plus two. So he's got 21 hit points. How much did you do? Hmm. Hmm. I think you did six. Right? Yes. yes. So he's down to 15. Okay. Now you rolled a 17, you said? Yes, I did. I wonder if you get the... We got to figure out what you needed to hit because you may have stunned him. Oh, nice. The horn returns home. A AC5. AC5. Your monk fight on what table? Oh, is it the thief or was it cleric? It switched at the last moment. Cleric. Oh, it's cleric. I save on the thief, right? That's right. You need an 11. So if I remember correctly, you're stunned. You, you attack and hit for five... You roll to hit 5%, 5 or more, you get to roll on the stun table. Is that how it works? Oh, boy. You had to pick monks. All right. Yeah. Okay, yes. If the score to hit exceeds the minimum number required for a 5 or more, then there's a chance to stun. Okay. 
So let's see oh, what the like chance this. to stun is. Horn's going down. In addition, the monk has a chance to stun or even kill. An opponent is stunned by a monk for one six. So yeah, roll d6. Six. Okay. Uh, the chance to kill is a percentage which equals the armor class modified by the number of experience level above seven which the monk has attained. So, so he has a, he's eighth level, she's eighth level, plus one plus the armor. She has, she has a 6% chance of killing the guy outright. Wow. That'd be great. Okay, here we go. No. 29. Okay. So he's stunned for how many rounds? Six? Say. Oh, is it all maxed up? Oh, yeah, because yeah. if it's five or above, it's That's all right, maxed up. Yeah, six rounds. So she's he's stunned. Okay, I'm going to roll to see if he drops the horn okay. when stunned. Yes, but? It drops on his feet. So it's like laying on him. Yeah. All right. He kind of fell down. It's just laying. He's just oh. like knocked out. Oh, maybe out. the other guy caught it. Ooh. Did the other guy catch it? I like that even better. No. No. <laughs> he just got, he got yeah. plowed, and he's on the ground. It's just laying on it's him. It's laying there. All right. Yeah. Well, now I shoot nine magic missiles at her. Wow, that's mean. Okay. And I tell Ferric to go attack the other one. Okay. Charge at him. He, re he re rejects your offer. Well, well, it's, well, my loyal, trusty servant. Plus, he likes the flood of flesh. Six and three. We said she has 27 hit points. Four. Because monks don't have a lot of hit points. Now she has a lot less. Seven. Measure. So. 10, 23, 25, plus 9 is... She takes 34 hit points. Wow. That's why it's amazing to be a 7th level magic. And so, oh, and so you've got... Okay. All right. The, the one who did the stunning right. is gone. Yeah, she got shot nine times. Got it. Okay. And unfortunately, because they're not normal missiles, she can't save versus paralyzation. Okay, let's see how, how devoted the last one is. Right, he's... The, she, He's the fourth level guy. Is he still going? Yes, but. He's going. He's starting to have second thoughts about it. Okay, but he's still going. He's just not as. Well, yeah, Igual attacks him. Oh, okay. 13. That's it. Level fighter. His, his armor. His armor class is. Whopping. Seven. Broadsword. Do not mess with. He's like flesh. Flesh broadsword. Ooh, eight points, eleven. He took sixteen points of damage just then. And how, many, and how many did he have? Uh, we're gonna find out. He had sixteen. He's gone. He took sixteen. Yes. He's all right. He just got knocked out by the little guy. Okay. By the little guy. Wow. By the veggie pygmy. Yes. And now Igual's descended upon him and started his flesh. He assumed the vegetating had been summoned in. <laughs> a magic user has summoned him in. Wow, and now he's eating them. Great. Yes. And now the doppelganger, the doppelganger and the ochre jelly come. Right, and they're like, what do we miss? Well, I tell the doppelganger to look like the female um, monk, just in case someone comes and, and wants to take, just in case the pit fiend Oh, yeah, right, to look like back. the three, yeah, the pit yeah. fiend, like, hey, we took care of them. That's right. Tell Osmodius, we handled it. We handled it. So, there it is. Right. So we are... We, I'm grabbing it, because now I want to see what happens. And you go, Wah. Well, let's. we got to figure out its powers. I think it's random. You right. Look it up. But yes, but I think each time you blow it, doesn't something different happen? Uh, that's a, I don't know. We should look it up. I so, think so. I looked at it. Let's take a look. So, and let's so read it's about the horn it. of what? 
Born, born of, of change. Born of change. Born of change. We have gotten it, Farrakh, wherever you are. I can't see you. Well, at least I... I'm outside. We've retrieved the weapon of power. And Olga's like, excellent. That's right. Excellent. And the horns, I need to look under artifacts. That was a little easy. This was too easy. They meant, someone meant us to have this. Should be wary. Yeah, that pit fiend did leave awfully easily. That was weird, wasn't it? Yes. Something tells me that uh, there are forces. Well, I don't say this out loud. I, I think to myself. Uh, I, later, I'll tell Farrakh. Walk, we're walking back to the ship. Yes. Who's, who do pit fiends work for? Ben Kanan? Well, my understanding is only the great devil princes would send ah. pit fiends to do their bidding. So someone must be aligned with them. Great forces are against us. And my understanding is they often work for Asmodeus. Yes, or Asmodeus. Yes. So, uh, all right. So this is very disturbing. It is. It is that this was too easy. They meant us to have this. Why would someone help us get this great weapon? So there it is. So we don't know. To be continued. Right. So we have now have the Horn of Change, which for those on page 158, it looks like a normal horn, like a horn of blasting or horn of bubbles. But if winded one time, a, pa a power from table one or an effect from table three will occur. I guess you have to randomly do it. The horn is twice sounded, a power from table two or an effect from table four, six. If three blasts are given, a power from five and an effect from, or an effect from six, you, you must determine the probability of a power and effect. 75-25 is suggested. So it's completely random, which I love. So Roles which are inappropriate should be ignored. So Which will be never. So, we would like people to go on the Discord. If you go on the Discord and Farrakh and Den Canaan, we have now received the Horn of Change. But it was very easy to get. Why would it be too easy? And where are we headed next? Yes, why, did, and why, why, was, why would a pit fiend want us to have it so easily? Right. That is the question. Okay. That is the question for us for next time in Farrakh and Den Canaan's excellent... Adventure. Well, thank you, Dan, for running that. That was very nice of you. Well, you're welcome. Let's roll a D10 and see. Let's shuttle this thing off. I was trying to bring it to an end by including a pit fiend, but apparently that didn't work. No. We're not even halfway through the thing. I know. I'm kidding. Which, by the way, that's another thing. We have to end up somewhere. The whole purpose of this is we're supposed to go from place to place. So right. please put us someplace right. on the map. Right. Hopefully going towards the Valley of the Maze. Yes. <laughs> right. Not in circles. Because yeah. that's right. So... The problem is we really don't have a plan. Well, we're trying to get back to we're trying to get back to the Valley of the Mage, which is across the map. And do what when we get there? Well, we don't know. We have to get back there. Raise an undead army. With right, us. of course. We need an army on the way. We need to get an ally. We have on the, the sea way. barons. We have the sea barons. Yes, we did. We do have the sea barons. So we're headed toward the th right. So we could head toward the Griffin Mountains. We could head toward the Theocracy Pale, the Gamboge Forest. But yes. Get us somewhere. The fleet. Well, we have a sh we have a fleet, so we could end up. Well, that's true. We could go back. We could go back to the ship. We could not go back to the ship. Yeah, we could take. Look, this. Well, again, you may have to go. We have. We may want to go to the Scarlet Brotherhood. That's right. Well, that's why people on Discord need to provide suggestions, right. and we'll randomly roll which one to use. But there is a method to the madness with that. So the method is. Can I have your earplug? You may. The method is that we want to. That's that. The method is we want to 
explore and show the map the world of Greyhawk. That's the idea. Correct. Not us play D&D, which we can do a lot. Correct. All right, very good. Roll. Let's see how we did. Two. <laughs> this show is a two out of ten. That's fair. This campaign sucks. All right. Well, with that, uh, we are taking July 4th off. So we'll be on the week after. And one last thing. Uh, we are trying to play this Friday. If you have not signed up, if you're a patron, if you've not signed up for this Friday uh, to play with Dan and I, now's your chance because we love to play with our patrons. So you, there's a patron message. Make sure you get out there. We're playing from Friday from uh, around 6.30 to 9.30, 10.30, something like that. Dan and I will be running Adventure for those who want. So for Grog Talk, I'm James. And I'm Dan. And we'll see you next time on Grog Talk. Take care. This is big, a bushy, puppy production. All rights reserved.